on journeys, bountiful of real estate. When I'm trainer, cabin a chart, cabin a cabin a chart, cabin a chart, cabin a chart. It is now 7 p.m. across the Eastern Caribbean islands and the East Coast of North America. Welcome to Journeys the Talk Show. We are now streaming live on Wednesday, August 17th, 2022. It's a talk show. Journeys. Welcome to Journeys, the talk show. Journeys helps to record the history of local and international jockeys, trainers, grooms, and horsemen who work throughout Barbados, the United States of America, Canada, the UK, and in countries from all over the world. Journeys is hosted by Sean Hall, coming to you live from the Caribbean island of Barbados. Co-hosted by Leroy Trotman, streaming to you live from Toronto, Canada. And I'm Brett Callahan, coming to you live from my island home of Barbados. Our weekly talk show journeys is proudly sponsored by mpequine.com, McKee Pownall Equine Services and Veterinary Care, which addresses the needs of the athletic horse with the goal of maximizing their athletic performance and prolonging their competitive careers. Journeys is also sponsored by the Barbados Turf Club, horse racing at the Garrison Savannah, where you can now wager online at www.barbadasturfclub.org. And we welcome back our proud sponsors, the Barbados Tourism Marketing Inc., who is inviting all of our listeners to come and visit Barbados.
This is our fifth episode of season two of Journeys, the live talk show. Today on the show, we're excited to have as our special guest, multiple graded stakes winning trainer, Kevin Attard. It is now time to introduce you to our hosts, Sean Hall and Leroy Trotman. Hey, good night, good night, good night. How's things, good man? Night. Things are great, buddy. Things are great. How's the heat handling? It's not too bad. The weather's pretty good. I expected some rain and stuff that were telling us, but it looks like, you know, usually Queen's Plate weekend is always pretty hot, but it looks like yeah. we're going to get some rain or something like that. They were sending out warnings to us, but wow. I didn't take a look at the forecast to see what area is ready to get in that weather. Okay. It's Queen's Plate Week, guys. Yeah, yeah. Week, yeah. All that excitement happening up there in Toronto. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's tuning in from all around the world. That's showing yeah. on this Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. That was the exciting time in Toronto to be there, man. Yeah. Big day. Yeah. Yes. Great. Yeah. Well, we got a surprise. But, yeah. But no, but we're lucky to have a guy like Kevin Tar just before this day. I mean, he yeah. he's got he got some. Shot. Live shots yeah, in there. Live shots in there, man. So yeah, one of the young and great upcoming trainers at Woodbine, yes. I should say. You know, let's make yes. sure we put that part in there. You know yes, what I mean? That right. It's yeah. Exciting. One of the young guns. One of the young guns. Yes, one of the young mm -hmm. guns, and I'm really building a, a, a very gorgeous career. You know, in this game. Mm -hmm. you know I mean? Well, I his whole family was involved in horse racing. English right? career, we should say. You know, and not only that, you know, his family's. This started the ball rolling for a lot of us guys, Barbinus come to Canada. I mean, Joe Tard was the the main man at the time. Tino yeah, also, yeah. His, yeah, dad. his dad. His dad. You know I mean? So, I mean, you can't forget that. He and Kevin is fled to employ yeah. a lot of Barbados coming to Canada. And Kevin has actually got a lot of West Indian employed at you his that. place. You know what I mean? A he lot. one of my main men. Tiger, yeah. veteran Tiger, man, the oldest yeah. barbarian work grooming horses up there. <laughs> the main Tiger, man. man. Yeah. Tiger. Better known as better known as Puss Man, eh? Puss Man, Nanny Man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. He got so much aliases. I don't know. Kevin might be able to tell us a joke or two about him. You know, of you know. Course. <laughs> of course, we all can. We have to we remind him about that. Yeah, yeah. But guys, we got an exciting show today, yeah. and yes. what we have an uh, exciting to have a surprise to all of yes, our guests listening around the world yes let's welcome barbadian jockey rocco Boyne. oh yes boss yes boss the rock right. is in the house he, he battered and bruised but he's still smiling <laughs> rocco as everyone know has been racing throughout north america especially in the u.s and most recently at prescott downs had a spill eight days ago i believe rocco yes please yes please um thank god you had a successful surgery tell yeah. us a little bit more about that and tell us how you're doing um i'm doing pretty good right now in the moment i'm at my home in chicago arlington mm -hmm. right next to the famous arlington park wow unfortunately i had a spill eight days ago that probably brought my season for this year to the end to wow. arkansas or the fall meet starts back in kentucky which yeah. one my, my body um gets back ready for uh, mm -hmm. But that's what me and my agent is targeting either the for me in Kentucky mm -hmm. or Arkansas, whichever our body allows us to get there first. Wow. 
So what injuries did you occur in that in that spell? Um, I broke my right clavicle, which is the right collarbone, mm-hmm. in two places. And I had some blood taken off my lungs. Mm-hmm. And I have two plates in my right collarbone and seven screws. Wow. So did you, did you have to lose consciousness or anything like that, or you were awake for the whole I, thing? I was awake for the whole spill, um, mm-hmm. but I went under surgery the next day. But I I don't remember ever losing consciousness when I fall. I, yeah. I saw no, can I saw a picture with the horse on top of you? I I don't know if I want to be, remember that. Yeah, I guess it happened so fast. It happened mm-hmm. so so fast. And Could you explain to us how the spill occurred? What? Yeah, it was coming into the stretch run, wasn't it? Yeah, it was at the eighth pole, at the head of the lane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There were uh, there was a horse kind of you know backing up in front of me, and mm-hmm. then I kind of swung from behind this horse because this horse was kind of propping and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then a horse on the outside, it just came in, and you know, as I say, things happen so fast. Yeah, yeah. I, I just went down. It was unfortunate. You know, yeah. but that's the game we play, you know. And yeah, yeah. From the yeah. time I signed up for it, you know, it's not if or when you're going to get hurt. It's yes. so bad, you yes. know. Yes. And so it's, it's it's part of it, you know. The, the rewards are one thing, but the injuries come with it too. So it kind of goes in both hands, you know. Mm-hmm. We just got to pray and I hope you come up on the right side. All right. I, I can tell you one thing, man. The amount of pictures I see behind you, that helps the healing. I mean, <laughs> that helps the healer rock. Look at all of those pictures, man. What's that in the blue there? In the blue. Oh, I that's um the Arlington Saddle Club. Arlington memorabilia, you know, unfortunately our track was last year. Last year. Yes. This is um piece of the memorabilia. Okay. I got a saddle cloth, you know, yes. for popular Arlington historic right. race track, you know. So I'm really blessed to live four minutes away from it. One yes. away and to live in Arlington Heights, you know. Yes. So I guess keep it as a piece of memorabilia. And yes. So I always remember it. And I was fortunate enough to rode there the last yeah. year. Oh, at great. Right. Well, Rocco, one of our visitors, Joshua Kareem King Collins, says you're Bionic Bowen. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the new name my, that's the new name my agent gave me. Oh. <laughs> oh excellent yeah oh, you need, to, you need to, to, to get that pay up for that man you know, <laughs> own that name you know, as a jockey's agent no rocco man i tell you man you know we go and look for the right horses for you guys and you guys got to go there and put your life on the line for our entertainment to, to, to support yourself and support us also man and i tell you you know you, i got applaud every jockey out there that does that man every jock man so i understand <laughs> I appreciate that, Leroy. And, yeah. you know, I just want to say um, speedy recovery to one of my friends, follow jockeys oh, I yes. all winter this year named Wilmer Garcia. He went yes. down a very serious spill in Iowa yeah. a couple yeah. of days ago. And, you know, I know when I went down my spill, I had a lot of prayers, a lot of healing thoughts. And I want to re- repay the same thing to Wilmer Garcia and his family. Mm-hmm. And, we shall keep you guys in our thoughts and i want to let everyone that's listening to this show to put wilma garcia in your praise because he went down a very serious spill at iowa pre-meadows a couple of days ago yes. how bad is he 
Um, they said he was getting back some feeling in his hands and feet. And at first you were hearing that he had no feeling. But the last report I heard yesterday, he was getting back some feeling. So let's hopefully those Keep rumors praying. and stuff is true and, and he's coming around. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's going to have a long road probably, yeah, covered, covered you know, a hundred times longer than my, than my road. So yes, it, yes. it makes it look like I didn't even have a spill, you know? Yes, yes. So, yes. like I said, I want to give back the time now to praise and thoughts into his family because yeah. I know everyone did for me and just pass mm-hmm. those praise and thoughts right. on to him. Right. Yeah. Very good initiative. Jockey, as a jockey, we don't like to get damaged in the spine, man. I mean, you can take a shoulder or a collarbone any day, Rocco, but when you go around the spine area, that's horrors and worries and stress. Yeah, yeah. 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 Career threatening, right? Career threatening. Very career threatening, you know? Yeah. And I can't, I know my mom was going crazy last week when she couldn't find out what's going on with me. Yes, but yes. I don't understand his family. Yes. yes. And what they're going through right now is yes. not even explainable, you know? Yes. Correct. Well, Rocco, we have one of our guests. Theo Austin. Good evening, guys. Great to see Rocco. Send you best wishes for a full rehabilitation. Wow. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Austin. <laughs> so we got people coming in. And Michael Williams, top of the evening across the blue waters. Guys, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. is in watching. All right. So we watch, got people watching from all over the U.S. now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're also happy to see that you're in good spirits and on the road to recovery. Thank you. Thank you for paying it forward, sending out your prayers to the other jockey that got hurt. We send some prayers up for them as well. Yes, for sure. We'll just put them in our prayers. Yes. Well, I tell you something, man. Now that Rock is down for a while, and you know, Rock, anytime one free free to come on the show. Just Spend a little time with us. Hang out a little bit with us. Hang with us, man. It's <laughs> <laughs> good, man. Spotlight shining on you. <laughs> and we'll keep we keep we keep people posted with your recoveries too, right? Yeah. So let's let's make it a deal, right? Well, let's make it a deal. Thank you, guys. Yeah, okay. Man, we love to have you, man. Rocco. with the first guest I ever had. You know, my yeah. first guest. That's so right. I, That's right. You always be remembered by me as my number one. Number one person I interviewed, man. Right now, all I got on my time, on my hand is a lot of time. Time, right? time, time, time. I don't know. I know how it is to be out for two years already. It was a yes. good feeling, but yes. I don't know how it is to be out for the rest of the year and start oh, yeah. the year. We we're actually just picking up our role. Like I know. We, yeah, I you see that. Too. Yeah. We went out at twenty four percent, and I wow. mean, it's oh. you know we're really we're now starting to have some fun. Wow. And, yeah, yeah. But, you know, we're still here, like, you know, like, you guys just give me a new job to come and hang out with you guys now. Yeah. There you go. There you go. God, God, God has always got a plan for you, buddy. Yes. <laughs> All right, man. Always got a plan. All I'm right. Cover rock, man. Yeah. But well, thanks a lot, man. Thanks a lot. We'll let all of our viewers out there know we have a little segment later on in the yes. show called yes. Underneath the Mahogany Tree. That's right. It's the Mahogany Tree at the Garrison Savannah that many of us have hung out there while yes. walking out our horses by the five for long or just coming out of the paddock to go onto the racetrack. So we got a section that we want all of our people to know. We we, we try and lay, lay it down and lay it back a little easier than at the beginning of the show. That's so right. Rocco, by all means, hang in there and join us in future episodes. All right, I sure will. And I want to say, 
I want to say a shout out to one of my girlfriend's family, Joe Steiner. You know, I want to say quickly, he was the one that actually brought me to the Midwest, you know, and got me going and mm-hmm. took me back to Arkansas and got my career going back after two years ago again. I want wow. to say thank you to Mr. John Herbstreet, who was also my agent, his sister, Mrs. Herbstreet also, and and all everyone else that been part of my journey and get me back going since I came to the Midwest and before. And thank you guys, you know, thank everyone for publicity. You know, I want to say thank you, Nancy Holtus, um, Race and Ratio from Indiana, you know, John Dooley, um, Excellent. The, that's the Emerald Downs, now Bill Downs. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you guys, and you know, for everything. And well, Rocco, say- one last thing before we go. One of our key guests of our show, Leroy. We got our Azarian listening in, in, our 11 year old fan. Yes. He said, Good night, Rock. He was inspired by that ride on Nelios. Well yes. done. Right. Thank you, buddy. We you know I gotta again take my hat off to my my buddy Kenny John. He he had a horse ready for me, and you know I guess put the icing on the cake and the groom. I gosh, and uh-huh. it was fun at home, guys. Thank you, yeah. guys, and you know excellent. I guess put the icing on the cake and enjoy the ride. Yes. Okay. All right. Excellent. Great. All right, Rocco. All right. Sorry to rush things, but um, we'll be hearing from you in future episodes. Take okay. care and Godspeed, my friend. Right. Thank you, Brett. Thank you, right. Thanks, Sean. You're welcome, All right. All right. All right, guys. Yeah, that was a right. surprise to everyone yeah. out there. Yeah. And you know what, Sean Leroy? We don't always have to have a plan, right? We can no, throw yeah. in some surprises <laughs> there course, yeah. and make the show even better, right? Of course. Right. Of course. But That's now let's go to our main sponsor, mpequine.com. And Marnie Raymond, welcome to our show. Hi, Marnie. Hi. Hi this is Marnie's second visit on the Journeys, the talk show. So welcome, Marnie. Welcome back. How are Thank you not, doing? Not to worry, Marnie. Me and Sean will be fighting over no cane juice tonight, okay? So, okay, all right? I have, I have water here today to drink, and we don't, you don't have to worry. Out yeah, of the I system. Water. Okay, okay. I won't say, oh, this system can send in some for him. <laughs> All right. Marnie, it's so fun and interesting. One of our um, listeners who her husband and herself, their family own some racehorses in Barbados, and they follow our show almost every night. Hi to Lisa Elias and Bubba's Sports Bar. Yes. They have requested, they're traveling to Toronto on Friday to take their daughter to school or something up there in Toronto. And they, in said, Sean, if you get us some cane juice, we want to take it for Leroy because Leroy is so sad in Toronto. <laughs> so thank you, Lisa, for doing this gesture. Sean, make sure you take that cane juice to Bubba's Sports Bar and Restaurant tomorrow morning after work. <laughs> All right. Okay. Over to you, Leroy and Marnie. How are things? Things are great. I've uh, I've been to I've been to Woodbine now. Yes, finally. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And one of it's our an horses, adventure. one of our horses ran the other day, but unfortunately we had some mishap, not from the, the, the work that Marty done, but mishaps from the fractions of the horse ran in and that didn't help out the situation. Mm-hmm. But we have a second horse running also that she's taking care of 
on Sunday on Queen's Plate Day. So we're looking forward to hopefully things are better to, you know, show up the, the great work that Marty has into the way back and doing. Yeah, I was there this week for him and he's feeling like a million bucks. So I'm right. excited. Yeah. That's okay. excellent. Uh, just a shout out to the Queen's Plate is the Canada's oldest thoroughbred horse race having been founded in 1860, right? And this is the 163rd running of it, Brett? Yep. And we got some exciting guests on later in the show, Mr. Yeah. Kevin Attard, yeah. who has a couple live shots in the race. So we look forward to hearing all about that from him. Okay. But Marnie, yes. how is Woodbine? Woodbine, I mean, it's a magical little place. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with that. I'll tell you, you know, I uh, the last you know 17 years, I've really treated sport horses. So it's been really fun for me to get my hands on something that feels a bit different and that I can learn about a little bit too. Like I know how mm -hmm. muscles work and whatever, but it's interesting to feel, you know, on, I mean, there's such athletes. If you ever want to learn about anatomy, go touch a racehorse because their muscles are pretty yeah. much right there in front of your face. So, <laughs> but it's been really interesting to, you know, track patterns on racehorses versus what I feel every day in the jumpers and the dressage horses. So it's been really fun, actually refreshing. Let's mm. call it. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Well, and hopefully it works. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see Sunday. We've well, Leroy, you've had some heard some good feedback from yes. the work Marnie's been doing. So yes. 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 Tell our listeners more about that. Well, like I said, you know, the first horse that she did take care of, I mean the, the rider and exercise spoke to the to the exercise rider of and the exercise rider exercised both of the horses that she did did some work on and he had a lot of good things to say especially about the one that's running on Sunday, you know, from when she first got there and, you know, the, 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 the mentality of the horse and everything. And we know when the horse is in pain and Sean can speak on that, you know, this attitude is completely different. And when that pain is taken away, it's like, you know what I mean? Giving me cane juice. <laughs> <You're happy. laughs> Which you haven't, you haven't, haven't tasted in a long time. So you haven't you've been going through that pain for such a long time and you yeah. take away that pain. And Marty, you can um, follow up on what I just said because you yeah. were there to see all the reactions that the horse had from the first so time. So the first it. couple times I treated him, you know, I want to say angry, but just so people can understand in simple terms, you know, they kind of gnash your teeth at you when you get to a place that hurts or, or they're a bit stoic and they don't interact. And this last time that I went and treated the horse, um, super playful, really into it, you know, mm -hmm. I don't want to be done there. Do me back here, you know, kind of telling me what he wants instead of, yeah. you know, an active participant in, in, you know, what was going on. So that's fun to see a total transformation over the four weeks that I've treating that horse. It's been really cool. Yeah. And some there trainers flies might, everywhere in here. So yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and some trainers <laughs> might say, you know, what? yes, we're doing all that work, but yes, still we wanted the performers just like, you know, Kevin had mentioned earlier, you know what I mean? It's okay to talk about all the stuff that you've done, but, the day of the event you want to Absolutely. come up on top right so that's yeah. what counts more than anything else and like i always preach on the show all the time you know horse racing is our game but winning is our business right yep you know it's, so and people want to see results on a race day leroy i love that saying i needed to say it one more time oh boy there you go I, I love it man <laughs> come on say it again what's it winning is our game what racing what racing is our game winning is our business I love that, man. I love that. You know. <laughs> well, speaking about winning, Marnie, 
Let's talk about why I'm really here. (laughs) (laughs) McKee Pownell Equine Services, our sponsors, have some exciting news coming to all of our listeners and viewers out there on the web. Tell yep. us, Marty. So Mike, Marianne, myself, mostly myself, because I'm the one who gets to come and treat the winners, um, oh. are super excited to announce a contest that we're doing in conjunction with Journeys. Um, so there will be a link available, I believe, in the comments. Oh, there it is. <laughs> and I think on the uh, Facebook page as well. Um, so you follow the link. Um, you enter your email address and you get a chance to win one of four prizes. So there's one of uh, four prizes for their horses. That's correct. Not yeah. you. I do not massage people. Let's yeah. make that <laughs> All right. We need to send her some cane juice. Maybe write, write that on the tagline under the under there too. It's in the small print. So you get 10% off a layup at the rehab farm. Mm-hmm. Or you can have a equine body massage from myself, mm-hmm. uh, Beamer or PEMF treatment from myself. And we also have a pre-performance laser treatment, which I also will provide. Mm-hmm. So you can add your email every week. Every week, uh, I believe it's for the rest of season two. Okay. So six or seven more episodes. Six or seven more. First draw yeah. is uh, August 24th. All right. Yeah. We'll pick a winner. You get to choose what you want out of those four prizes. And um, yeah, super exciting. So So this contest is for all the horse lovers out there, especially in the Toronto, Ontario region. Well, yeah, Mike will not send me to Barbados if somebody else. (laughs) I just wanted to clarify that. Yeah, unfortunately, it's only within our service area. Good try, try, Marty. Good try. try. (laughs) <laughs> we'll work on that. Don't worry. Okay. One probably season three. Keep chipping away. Sooner yeah. or later, he's gonna cave. Uh, <laughs> season three is going to be the winter up there, and you know, I mean, you know, we work, we pull some strings, man. Sooner or later, we'll get it done. Good. Maybe he needs some cane juice too. Uh, <laughs> Warm him up a little. So yeah, each right. week until the end of season two, we yes. will randomly select a winner from the list of email entries to receive yes. one prize of their choice. And those were the prizes Marnie described earlier, their free equine massage, free Beamer or PEMF treatment, mm-hmm. free laser race or show tune-up. Mm-hmm. So a lot of exciting stuff for all the equine athletes out there. All right. uh, for all the owners, the trainers, jockeys, grooms, horsemen, be sure to check out Marnie Raymond and mpequine.com, McKee Pownell Equine Services. All right. Thank you so much, Marnie. No, thank Does you, that guys. Cover I'm everything? We, we make sure we covered everything there for you guys. We haven't left anything out, have we? I don't think so. Oh. It'll, on the link, it'll give all the rules and everything, too. So. All right. Excellent. Well, we will make sure and post that on our social media channels, on our YouTube. And as Leroy said, you have one of your... Um, patients that's right or running on sunday i'm gonna put my whole paycheck on it yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how much i believe the week in me. from marty raymond <laughs> so guys if we see marty down in barbados we know that horse was quite oh, yes. successful yeah, with oh, our yes. old paycheck oh, right? yes. oh yes great great man
Well, thank you so much, Marnie. On behalf of Journeys to Talk Show, Sean, Leroy, and myself, we thank you, the entire team at McKee Pownell Equine Services for your continued support. And we look forward to helping as much as possible our fellow equine athletes. All right. Awesome. Take care, Thanks, Marnie. Guys. All right, Marnie. Thank you. Nice All right. Bye. All right, guys. That's great, man. Bang on, bang on time here. We're yeah. counting at 728. Yeah. And I mean, all of our listeners out there, we, we could think about maybe jockeys or exercise riders are listening, but you know what? They could sign up for one of their owners or one of their trainers yeah, and submit their um, email address. That's right. And depending on the conditions of the draw, which is at mckeepownell.ca or mpequine.com forward slash journeys. Um, the URL is running at the bottom of our screen, but we'll be sure to add that up shortly um, yep. to our social media channel so that everyone, while they're watching and listening, they can start signing up as we speak. Cool. But now, guys, this big, is the time of our show. Big man is in the house. <laughs> <laughs> the big man is in the house. I, yeah. I grew up in, as a jockey at Woodbine when I was there from 18 to 24 or so. I met. Um, Kevin Atari was great hanging out with him. Mm. Um, yeah, it was so great to see where he has grown and what he's done. I mean, multiple graded stakes winning trainer, Kevin right. Atari. Hey, Kevin. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for having show. me on. What's good going night. on, man? All's well. All's well. Everybody good? Yes. You're all great. Very good. Yes. Good. Good. No, you're a busy man, so we're not going to take too much of your time. You have a big weekend coming up, and you know all those horses you have to get training and stuff tomorrow morning because your day never stops. So. You know, I, I just hope uh, it's not running against one of that, that same horse on Sunday. That, uh, <laughs> uh, work done, it sounds like they were running for second money. <laughs> Very I was nice. hoping a name was going to be let out. <laughs> you notice we didn't call a name. I know. We're going to keep this one tight. Yeah, that's what doing, though. That's, that's how he moves. That's <laughs> it. everything tight. <laughs> well, Kev. It's nice having you on here and this show that Sean has put together about journeys. And we know that you, you have a wonderful one to share with us. And it's going to be a pleasure of hearing yours. And as a horseman growing up, and a lot of us seen you growing up, because we came to Canada, a lot of us came in 89, and we saw you around with your father and, and your family. Because you you're, you got a family tree at Woodbine that, you know, is, is pretty big. And it's nice to see family coming together that your family has done. And you've joined the roots of your father, your uncles, and, you know, the great Joe, Joe Attar, God rest his soul, wonderful man he was that brought, you know, your family to the to, to Canada. So we want you to speak a little bit on your family first, because, you know, we're family people here. So first of all, before you get into your journey, if you don't mind, please. Yeah, you know, obviously growing up in a racing family, right? Um, you know, I was raised on a farm and, and horse racing was always my passion, um, you know. Most kids my age kind of, you know, I mean, grew up playing hockey and, and playing baseball in the summer. And my summers were spent at Woodbine, right? <laughs> and, uh, you know, just spent, uh, you know, it just, you know, you guys know yourselves when you, when you work with horses, it's, it's a passion, it's a love, right? Uh, it's, not, it's a lifestyle, right? So, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. you know, it's something that I enjoy doing. I love working with the horse. Um, they're just beautiful animals. Uh, you know, I, I think when you can communicate with one 
and understand what it needs and what it, you kind of and see it blossom and develop. There's no better satisfaction, I don't think, in the world. And talking about that one. Very well put. Sorry, Brian. And that one horse that really got you started, that make you give you that passion and that, that you know? Uh, you know. I, I, I'm talking about one particular horse that really got you, you started with it because I've been reading about him. So that's why I was thinking about hoping that. Who are you thinking of? Fuzzy Bear. Fuzzy Bear. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that's my, that's my, my dad's first big horse, actually, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know what I mean? I actually remember. Uh, being, you know, I mean, back at the back in the old days, I would mind, you know, the apron was all concrete and you could run up to the fence, right, right to the outside part of the track. Yeah. And, um, you know, I mean, that horse, uh, he went uh, six for six as a two year old, uh, set wow. a track record first time out. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that's so, all, I mean, that was also, I think, the first year my dad kind of probably was leading trainer in, in uh, Woodbine that season, right? Yeah. Um, so, Obviously, it was a special. Uh, that was a, probably the I think what really, as a kid growing up, you know, I mean, when you get to the point where you know you're not going to be a jockey because you're too big, oh, you, and then you want to be a trainer. That was probably the yeah. He wanted <laughs> yeah. to be a jockey. I read yeah. that about he wanted to be a yeah, jockey. So too. Originally, I think I think that's what you want to be first, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you're, you know were I mean? you close with your uncle Larry Tartan? So, you know, I mean, we, we were always a close family, but, yeah. um, you know, I mean, uh, as uh, you know I mean, he was obviously a, a, a busy, busy jockey, too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, when you're riding for you, you mean you're 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 riding for everybody. But then you've got three brothers yeah. that were all successful in their own in their yes. own right. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It, it makes it hard to kind of get, uh, you know, I mean, that kind of. Uh, attention, I guess, you know, mm -hmm. obviously Sid and Larry have always been a little bit uh, closer. Uh, he won a lot of races for Sid yes. and uh, they've got a, a probably, uh, you know, I mean, a, a stronger bond. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but Larry's actually what probably kept me in the horse racing game, because at one point when my training career wasn't taking off, I was, I was, you know, I just got married. I had a small child. Uh, I was ready to leave the game because wow. I couldn't afford to do what I was doing. And uh -huh. uh, Larry came up to me and said, uh, um, I know uh, Steve Stravel's looking for uh, a trainer. Are you interested? And Larry, wow. I, you know, he wrote a lot for him and was really successful for riding a lot of his good, better horses at the time, you know what I mean, back in the day. Yes. Um, so he put me in touch with Steve Stravel and sent me up on an appointment. And that's kind of what really uh, kickstarted my career as a horse trainer. Before you um, go, pivot. Uh, let's pivot back a little bit. Do you still have that clipping of fuzzy bear in your dresser or something at home? Uh, you know, so it's actually <laughs> in my mom's home now, oh, right? Okay. Okay. Yeah, so okay. it's right. kind of taped to my old, uh, my childhood bedroom dresser. That's right. right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> After I left it there. I didn't want to move it, you know. Okay, um, so it's still there. Just want to. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know what, Kevin? If you get a chance, ask your mom or dad. Someone take a picture and send it to us. We'll like right. post it on social media. <laughs> okay, so you mentioned about your ups and downs because you you spent some time in Fort Erie too, right? Training a little bit, or yeah. So my first, so my first year when I when I took out my trainer's license, um, Frank Stronic had called me. I was an assistant for my dad, and he was training for 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 Frank Stronic at the time. And uh, one day in, uh, early in the summer, he had called me and asked me, uh, he offered me a position as a farm trainer at their farm in Aurora. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so I took that uh, training, uh, training that's a bunch of two-year-olds. You know, Danny Vella would prep them in Ocala, and then they would kind of get shipped to uh, Woodbine, and we would kind of continue on from there in their preparations and getting them ready. So that lasted that kind of that that season, and then the next year they asked me to go to Fort Erie, um, and I was reluctant to go because you know, I mean, Fort Erie's a B track. And I was worried that I might be labeled as a B trainer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so you always want to, you know, everybody's goal is to kind of make it in the big show. And obviously Woodbine is the big show and that's where I wanted to be, right? So um, obviously I, I figured, you know what I mean? I'm starting off my career still. It was, my, it was only going to be my second year. So I decided to, to kind of take a chance and, and go to Fort Erie for that season with the intention of not – not putting roots down there and staying yeah. down there because Woodbine is where I wanted to, to put my roots in. Right. So, um, and we were, we had a successful meet. It was, it was a good, it was a good year. You know, I had a lot of fun. I met a lot of great people. Um, you know, it just, I really enjoyed uh, being down there uh, probably more so than I would have envisioned in the beginning, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, and then, uh, you know, I mean, towards the end of that season, I just wanted to be back at Woodbine. You know, I was, I just got married that year and, um, you know, my wife was making the trip back and forth, uh, on the weekends so we could spend time with each other. And, uh, obviously I wanted to start a family too. So it was just, you know, I had to go back to Woodbine. That was, Mm -hmm. that's where I wanted to kind of start it up. Yeah. But you, you learned, you learned to go through your struggles there too, as a trainer, so that, you know, and with a game to put a game plan behind you, because I mean, you, you just win four races and like $55,000 in purse money you did, right? So, I mean, sometimes, you know, as a young trainer, you go through that. It, it helps build your your eager to either to go out or to go forward, right? And it did something yeah. to you because it gave you a game plan to, to work on too, right? Yeah. It gave it the, the determination. It's not easy and, going into work every day no. and, not, and knowing, you know I mean, looking down the stalls and looking at the horses and, you know what I mean? Uh, you realize, or you should soon realize, you know what I mean, what, what stocks be kind of looking back at you. And unfortunately, sometimes it's not what we want, right? So, uh, yeah, right. So obviously, um, I, uh, you know what I mean? I, uh, I, uh, you know, it, w- it was a struggle and it got to the point one, at one point where, you know, I was ready to throw in the towel. Right. I just I couldn't do it, you know, Uh, and I had a lot of people obviously encourage me to kind of kick on and and stay. And I mean, probably if they hadn't, I might have kicked it, you know, I mean, threw in the towel uh, sooner. And who knows what would have kind of come to it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean, uh, I had a good, strong family support, obviously. And um, yeah. And, uh, you know, I, 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 you know, I I was fortunate enough to uh, meet Stavro and 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 get that job. And and, uh, you know. Donald Jones, actually, right? He was a pivotal part of that era for me to be, right? Like uh, him and I were very successful together. He rode, you know what I mean? He rode the majority of my horses uh, for Stavro uh, that that first season. You just made it here on my whole body stand up. (laughs) You had the accounting degree before that, Kevin, or joined that struggle you you went and got that done? No, I I went to uh, my parents obviously wanted to make sure that I had an education before I came to the racetrack. They knew mm-hmm. I was going to end up there. Uh, they didn't have a problem with me ending up there, but uh, they obviously wanted me to get an education, have something to fall back on, right? Just in case young, things don't work, right? The young people um, to listen to what Kevin is saying right there. That's absolutely. very good advice. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I, you know, I mean, I hear my wife tell my son the same thing. He's an avid horse racing fan. Um, but, but she tells him, you know, I mean, because your dad is successful does not necessarily mean you will be right. Mm -hmm. And, and if things don't work out well, you need to have something to fall back on. Right. Mm -hmm. Plan so, B. Very yeah. good advice. Very good advice. Yes. So now I'm going to go into some distinguished people. One of the most distinguished people you spoke about was Bill Mott and his career. One of the guys that you spoke a lot about with, with me reading and, and some stuff on you. Why Bill Mott? You know, he, he was a very approachable person, right? Um, when I, uh, so when I first took the job for, uh, for Knob Hill Stavro, we went to uh, Payson Park, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, Bill Mott has this big contingent there, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and that's basically his home base, you know? Okay. So he was a guy that uh, really kind of uh, was very friendly with me. I was, you know what I mean, a, uh, nobody, you know what I mean, that just kind of showed up there with a dozen horses. And, and I didn't, I've, you know what I mean, I've really never met these guys face to face, right? Uh, mm -hmm. I've seen them on TV. You know I mean, I've admired them from obviously from afar as any spectator, right? Or mm -hmm. fan, but uh, the, he was, uh, he was a very approachable guy. He, uh, he took time to, uh, you know, come out and, and, and uh, be very cordial with me and talk with me. And, uh, you know, uh, just, uh, you know, I, I can't say, you know, I mean, he's just very humble, very down to earth person. You know, for a man that is a, as yeah, successful on. as he is, you know, it, you would not know. Because, mm -hmm. so, mm. I mean, so any young guy that's looking to, you know, develop himself into a wonderful trainer, you'll be the approachable guy for him then. To, to, to yeah, listen, I, be yeah, I believe everybody needs a, a break, right? Mm -hmm. And I think it, as long as you're willing to work for it, mm -hmm. right, and dedicate yourself, mm -hmm. you know, I try to lead by example in the sense that, you know, I mean, I think that I work hard. I, I'm, I'm, I'm very punctual. I'm there every day, every morning. Uh, I like clockwork. There's no excuses of the phone. Really, the alarm didn't go off or mm -hmm. you coming in late. None of that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, you show that you want uh, to learn and, and, and to try and, 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 and all I ask is to give me your best. You give me your best, then I mean, I'll be willing to do anything for you. Let me help by reversing what you said. You think you work hard. Let me tell them I see how hard you work. Yeah, you are hard. <laughs> you know what are I mean? You still, do you still get your hands dirty a lot then? You still involved in, in walking horses, doing a stall or two? Sean the, guy's yeah, raking yeah. The, Sean, the guy's raking the shed row after the in the shed. morning, okay? Wow. So yeah. let me just yeah. say Obviously, that. I'm not as hands-on as I used to be just because the, the number of horses we have, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know what I mean, there are there are days or times where, you know what I mean, and I have to be, you know what I mean, mucking a stall or if a groom's backed up, I, I don't mind kind of pitching in, right? Mm -hmm. and, and to be honest with you, I actually, you know what I mean, don't get me wrong, in the summertime, I'd rather not be in the stalls, right? <laughs> but when it's cool... You know, I, mean, I actually don't mind brushing on one and just, you know, I think when you when you look after a horse and, and you and, and you kind of work hard on one, you can just see that kind of that, that vibrance coming out of them. Yes. I, it's it's just, you know, what I mean, it's 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 a you know, what I mean, just a, a sense of gratification and and uh, just that your hard work is kind of shining through that horse now. Right. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, they're just you know, I mean, they're great animals. I think people don't really understand how smart they really are mm -hmm. and uh, when you get to work with them closely then you realize uh, what magnificent of an animal they really are mm. okay. what about how, how are things out there for you with playing workers and that kind of stuff i know you hear a lot of people grumbling it's obviously very hard to find people that you know i mean 
or, or I know you have a few Barbadians working for you. Yes, yes. Uh, you mentioned one Tiger. You know, what Tiger's I mean? my kind of. Yeah, you know what I mean. He, you know, what I mean, you. So you look at a guy like him, for instance, right? At his age, seventeen the work 70s. that he does, and, yes. and and a man that's full of pride that does yes. not. You know, what I mean, you can't. You, he doesn't want you to help him, right? No. Like, you know, no. what I mean, he's he's got that that pride in him, and and uh, you know, his horses run for him. Yes, and he's there like clockwork. You know, like. You know what I mean? You would love, you know what I mean? A barn full of those kind of men, yes, right? Yes. And, you know, you wouldn't have to worry about anything. You know, they're at work every day and they're, they're, they're kind of, you leave them alone, you let them do their thing yes. and you, you don't have to kind of, you know, micromanage for instance. Right. So, yeah. you know, that, and that's, you know I mean? To me, that's a big thing, right? I, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm only as good as the guys behind me. Right. Mm -hmm. well so said, at yeah, the end well of the said. day, um, you know what I mean? It, especially the, the bigger you get, the more you, you need to rely on these guys and their expertise and their years of knowledge behind them, right? Uh, okay, to pick true. those things up, right? They're they're working on these horses every day. You know what I mean? They should know if a hair turns the wrong way, mm -hmm. uh, you know what I mean, as soon mm -hmm. as it happens or before it happens, really, right? right. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, so guys like him that have, that have been, you know what I mean, that have done this for their life and they love doing it. And, you know what I mean? It just, you can't say enough about those guys. And those guys... You can't replace them now. They're they're irreplaceable. You know, like so. It's a dying him, breed, to be honest. I met him in the seventies in Trinidad, man. In Trinidad, yeah. Yeah, in nineteen seventy, he he left Barbados and went to Trinidad, and I met him in Trinidad around nineteen seventy-eight or so. So yeah. I mean, and he was, you know, I mean, the young strong guy back in those days. He still looks well for his age, man. Because he's still strong. I can tell you that. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? He might not be young, but he's still strong. Yeah. Like is he still strong taking man. a shirt off in the summertime to show the girls? <laughs> I couldn't do it. I know. So. <laughs> but it's fine, man. Okay, well, Kev. So we have we had young Safi Joseph on here, and he spoke about you know coming from a claiming trainer to where he is and building that winning outfit. And we've seen that you've done the similarities to what he's done, but we want to hear a little bit about how you've done yours. Yeah. So obviously, you know, I, I was lucky that at, uh, uh, I claimed some good horses, right. Horses mm -hmm. that went on to make, uh, some serious money were graded stake winners. Right. Um, it first started with Calgary cat. Um, you know what I mean? And, and, that, and shortly right after we claimed the horse by the name of Melmich and those two horses went on, and uh, you know, I mean, both probably made over a million dollars. Both were graded stake winners. Uh, one was a champion in Canada, right? Um, so, uh, and then uh, you know, I mean, I also was fortunate enough to uh, claim Starship Jubilee, right? Oh, well, don't uh, forget the multiple girl, grade girl, one winner, girl, yeah. right? So, yeah. you know, and, and obviously, you know, I mean, when, so, so at some point, you know, I mean, people you label you as a claiming trainer and. And they might not have confidence with you developing a young horse, but I mean, to me, it's it's more. I mean, when you get those horses and you claim those horses, and, and you you look for ways that you can improve them, and, and most of it to me is just gaining the horse's confidence, right? Mm -hmm. I think that's the key factor. When a horse has confidence, uh, they they can do anything. It's like a human, right? Uh, yeah. The more confident you are, the more willing you are out there to kind of go out there and, and do what you need to do, right? And 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 be successful. And I, and I really think horses are a, a lot like that in in the sense, right? So 
Um, so I, you know, I think once I, once we kind of developed those horses, then, uh, we were, we started getting, uh, people kind of noticing and, 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 and buying younger horses mm -hmm. and, uh, bringing them to the barn where we can start fresh with them. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I mean, obviously there's a lot to me, there's a lot of satisfaction in developing a horse right from scratch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. So, um, you know, and not, 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 nothing wrong with the claiming game. I, I, you know I mean? It's, there's a lot of fun and excitement. Um, but I'm at the stage in my career now too, where there, there's certain races I want to win and claiming is hard to get to kind of get to that point. Right. So, um, but, but what do you look little, for? What type of horse do you look for? Well, like, those are big horses you claim and you, you know I me mean? you did well with, do you look for a certain type of horse? Do you, you must have a good eye. Well, obviously, you I mean, I'm a, I'm a trainer that, that you know what I mean, I don't think we, we don't baby the horses in a sense. We, we, they train, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think you need a horse. Uh, when I look for one, I, I, you know I mean, I need something that has some stub, substance to them, right? Right. Something that I can, I can kind of think that, you know I mean? This horse can kind of tolerate the training, yeah. you know, yeah. something that looks like it, you know I mean? You could train it. It goes to the feed tub and yes. it eats after it trains or after yes. it works. And, uh, I mean, obviously, you know I mean? What, and more so when, when we went to the U S what I found is, I mean, those horses kick into another gear at the portal pole, <laughs> right? So yeah. what you think you can get away at Woodbine, yeah. you ain't going to get away with that golf stream, no. right? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those horses need to be uh, fit and there's no kind of margin for error in the sense, right? Do you, mm. you, uh, when, when, when push comes to shove, you better be ready to push or get out the way. <laughs> well, one of our listeners, our 11 year old fan, Kevin, he mentioned that he remembered a horse you just mentioned, Starship Jubilee, that won the Rico Woodbine Mile Stakes. How big of an impact was that on your career? Um, obviously, when, uh, you know what I mean, that, that was a great moment. Um, <clears throat> a, a moment that I was fortunate enough, it was COVID time, right? Mm -hmm. And so it was limited crowd capacity. My son was there, my father was there. So basically... You know, I mean, you can see three generations right there mm, together wow. <laughs> and to watch that Philly uh, cross the wire first and and that kind of a race. Right. Uh, and obviously a Philly against the boys. Yes. Um, you know, I remember the first that. thing, my son and I kind of jumping into each other's arms. Right. <laughs> and mm. then my father was a little further away and then he kind of joined and, and the three of us kind of, uh, you know, I mean, just hugging each Here's other and, you know. So she was a, you know, obviously a very special horse, you know, um, uh, it just, you know, I, I never forget that we went to the Breeders' Cup. She kind of stumbled, lost the rider, leaving the gate that day. And uh, that night uh, I had to put her on the trailer to uh, to go to the breeding shed because that was the end of her career. Wow. And, you know, I mean, I sobbed like a little boy, right, uh, just to <laughs> see her put on the van and know that I wasn't going to see her again kind of mm -hmm. until – you know, I mean, I visited Kentucky one day to co-visit her, right? So she uh, meant, uh, meant the world to me, has, holds a special place in my heart. Well, not only that, speaking about her too, you were able to put her in the seal and the people that bought her back was able to bring her back and put in your hand, which is, I mean, that's so great to, for people like that and knowing what a good horseman you are to do that for you also. Yeah, obviously I was very lucky and fortunate for that, right? So, I mean, when you put them in the sale, there's no, obviously, and, and they decide to race them. 
they have the option of going to anybody they want, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, so for them to uh, have the confidence and faith to kind of come back to me, um, that was obviously very special. Good. We have uh, a good relationship now with those uh, those clientele, right? Mm -hmm. um, actually, we have a horse for them in the uh, in the Canadian this weekend on Sunday. Wow. And uh, so it just goes to show you what one horse can kind of snowball yep. into uh, when, when, when things kind of go the right direction. That's good, yeah. man. But I mean, we can talk about all the great races you've won and all the, and the great horses you've had, but I'm always speak about a great horseman. You know what I mean? And I respect you as that because I remember one day I was standing at your barn and you were had your piece of paper like you walk around with all the time and looking at your notes all the time. But what really got me that morning was you got i think you got eight riders or something on your going up for set but what yeah, sometimes you, 10 11 sometimes. sometimes yeah there you go but what really got me that morning was you stand up there and each one of those sources you came out you give a different thing to and the way you did it, it was like oh you do this you go here you do this you go there and it's like wow that was that impressed me yeah you know obviously you gotta they're all individuals and you gotta treat them in you know, I mean, as individuals right what, 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 what works for one doesn't necessarily work for the other right and uh you mean that goes with training and that also goes with feeding right so i mean you can go into our feed room and you know i mean it almost looks like going into the grocery store right uh, there's different varieties of things and, and, to, and horses they get tired of eating the same thing over and over too so sometimes you know i mean they might back off and you got to change things up so you know i mean i think we, we strive to uh, to treat them as individuals and, and kind of learn what makes them tick and and just treat each one as a, as a, as a, as an individual horse. Right. I got a little thing to say, you know, me because I I find you know in horse racing a lot of book trainers, Kevin. You know what I mean? And I just want to say it that way for you to say what you just said because I really applaud you for that morning. What I saw you did there, it was pretty impressed with me as a horseman. And you know what I mean? And I, I put you at that. I mean, you show what great horsemen you are with the results you get in the afternoon, because that's what counts, right? But mm -hmm. to see you do that in present, to watch that happen that morning, it was pretty impressive to me. You yeah, know? I, you know, I mean, I, to me, you can't train through a book. You can read as many books as you want, mm -hmm. but you've got to train. I personally think you train through your gut. You Thank know what I mean? Thank you. you know, your gut tells you when you've worked with horses long enough and you get to know them a little bit and understand them, uh, and then you're, you let your gut kind of lead the way, and uh, usually that doesn't fail you. Thank that's you. very true. Thank you for saying that. I'm really glad that you brought that out because that's very important to me as a horseman. Wow. Yeah. That would hit the ball. Should so, I get into a little? Go ahead, Sean. No, I, I wanted to get no to when that time when you got hurt. Oh, okay. I want to. Jump back. Do you remember much from that time or? I do, you know, so um, now, you know, I mean, I don't, there are people say that I kind of ducked onto the webbing, that part of it, I'm not sure. I yeah, just remember, what, yeah, yeah, I, you were, I, I remember going into something. the stall to treat, yeah. to, to medicate the horse. And yes. sure enough, the horse just kind of spun around and, and, and kind of kicked me in the face, right? Yes, um, yes. Well, and you know, I mean, I, I saw, I basically had to crawl out of the stall at that point, right? Yes. Um, but again, you know, I mean, whether the webbing was up or down, honestly, I couldn't really tell you, right? Um, that part of it, I don't remember. I don't know. I know, uh, I know it hurt a lot. Yes. And uh, it was. Uh, How long you know, were you out? Time. Sorry. How long were you out for? Um. So, I, you know, 
I was out for a few months. That's for sure. You know, I think, um, we, 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 I started to kind of come back slowly, kind of walking around in the barn and just taking things easy. You know I mean? I had, you know, experience of concussion. So I used to get dizzy a little bit. Right. And, um, but you know, I, mean, I, I was lucky, uh, yeah, obviously. Very- yeah. That's, you know I mean? You know, a lot of people might not be here today to kind of talk about it. Right. But so <laughs> I was lucky. And, and, you know, the thing is, when you work with horses, sometimes you drop your guard and you get, yes. I think, a little bit too comfortable with them. Yes. And yes. You, you don't realize that they, at the end of the day, they are animals. Yes. And at sudden Thousand kind of pound boot, animals. <laughs> that's right. The booth. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, at, uh, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, a, a bang across from the other barn or just outside the stall mm-hmm. uh, can set one off at any time, even the quietest ones. Right. So, um, you know, obviously, you know, I mean, I think most of the times when people get hurt, it's probably because of that. Um, you know, what I mean, I probably obviously now when I go into a stall and a horse kind of backs mm-hmm. up on me, I, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, I'm not as brave or as, as stupid <laughs> as I was once, right? So, <laughs> I think so I, I always yeah. remember it because, um, you know, the ambulance took such a long time working on you, man. It was scary, you know, what I mean, because yeah. nobody didn't know why they were you know, working on you so long and. And it was just, and now the day, I, I, one of the days, I, I, I didn't forget that day. It was scary. Yeah, I know. It was definitely. Still. Yeah, it was, you know what I mean? I remember, like, my dad looking at, because I was living at home still at the time, and yeah. uh, my dad looking at me and just kind of breaking down yeah. uh, when he used to see my face kind of yes. just kind of yes. swollen, mashed up at the yes. time. Uh, you know what I mean? What damage did you have? Tell the people what was wrong. Um, so I, I broke the, uh, my, the eye socket from here right across and it came right all over my, the straight across my gums. Right. So on this, wow. basically on the right side of my face is all basically metal plates that kind wow. of come across. And you know, I got lucky. I got a, I happened to run into a great surgeon, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, he fixed me, did a great, you know, I mean, did a pretty good job. I have mm-hmm. one eye that kind of stays open a little bit more than the other, but apart from that, you, you know I mean? You really wouldn't know. I went through something as kind of traumatic as that, right? So I mean, you recognize wow. it when you were younger, but no, no, you're older. I don't really, you can't really notice it, man. Yeah, it, I, uh, I guess I'm getting old, and that's probably the key. That's why <laughs> everything's starting to wrinkle up. And <laughs> but it's also good to hear you say one eye stays open a little bit more. Maybe that's the secret to some of your success. You're always watching. <laughs> <laughs> Not when you're waking up at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I guess well, you got to put an eye patch on or something <laughs> to right. keep the light out at night. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Since we're talking about the success a little bit, I want to jump into a bit of your stats there, Kev, because I'm a you know I'm a big stats guy. I love talking stats, about stats. Man, you, are. you know what I mean? You yeah. know, right. I'm reading here. I'm seeing um three thousand eight hundred and ninety six starts and six hundred and nineteen wins. You know, our purse earning career earnings of twenty nine million eight thousand zero three thousand. 651 you know but 2021 that's the year more that i don't think which i thought you should have been be rewarded the sovereign's award other people might say it different but i'm saying that you know obviously it's something i want to win i'd be lying to say i wouldn't um mm-hmm. and it's obviously i i think there were it was probably you know what i mean i would say 
not last season. The season before, I thought Josie Carroll deserved right. to win. Yeah, it was right? last. Sorry, I did it the wrong way. It was 2020 for you, 2021 yes. for Josie. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, I think uh, I, I did think, you know, I mean, uh, if I remember right, we had a, you know, I mean, probably the highest amount of graded stake wins that year in, in Canada, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways, it, it hasn't happened. Um, you know, I mean, hopefully one day it will, right? It'll be that much sweeter when it does happen, right? Kev? That's right. You know what I mean? So it just makes me want it more, to be quite frank, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know what I mean? I work harder for it. And, and you know what I mean, every year I come in there and say, this is the year, right? This is the year we're going to win it. And, you know what okay. I mean? Uh, you know what I mean? Right now we're on, you know what I mean? I think on a decent pace where we can kind of maybe garner some attention for this season. You know, hopefully the back half of the season goes well. And with a little luck, maybe this might be the year, right? So uh, eventually somebody's going to dethrone Cassie, right? Uh, whether it's me, whether it's Josie, what, who, you know what I mean? I would like to be the one, but if it's not me, it's going to happen, right? So. But you're still a young guy, though. You got time on your side still. I do, but, you know, racing's a, racing's a funny game, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, you know I mean? You, you look at guys, that's why when you see a guy like Roger Oddfield, you have to admire, right? Yeah. Um, yes. Because he's he's been in, he's had such a long career and been mm-hmm. able to be successful year in and year out, yes. right? Yes. It's not an easy thing to do, right? Yes. Um, right. And, and, you know what I mean? So when, when, you, when you see a trainer that, you know what I mean, throughout the years, and, and like, don't forget, Roger's not at the same scale he was 10, 15 years ago. But he still throws out, you know. What I mean, see how his Keeneland meet went early in the year, right? Um, you know, he just won a race. graded race the other day, right? So, yeah. you know, it's uh, you see guys like that, and you think to yourself, "Geez, right?" Uh, you know, I mean, the, these are the people you want to kind of, you know, I mean, uh, grow up to to kind of, you yeah. know, shadow and and, and look yes. towards, right? So, yes. I mean, we did an interview with him too, man. It was great, man. I mean. I felt so proud talking to him that you know he was very open about what he did and oh what you know it was great to hear his his journey also and um yeah it's amazing yeah he's no he's definitely an icon in canadian racing right Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. yeah well kevin one of our listeners and viewers asked me to ask you what do you think of breezing a horse every three or four days coming into a race? <laughs> Don't know if that's so, a technique or that you would like yeah, to so use. Or, I'm not that aggressive, it? right? Uh, that's and, aggressive. And I guess, <laughs> yeah, and I guess it all depends what you mean by breeze to what might mean somebody means breeze, right? Now, I mean, we we usually do f- some fast work. You know, what I mean, anywhere between five to seven days. Typically, you know, what I mean, it's at the six to seven days. Uh, range before a race right mm-hmm. um but you know i mean and, and saying that they, they still go out every day and and they get their routine gallops in mm-hmm. and uh whatever else you know i mean we feel is kind of necessary um you know i mean and again like i said earlier some of them some some horses thrive on hard training and some horses don't right so mm-hmm. uh you have to kind of you know i mean watch yeah. what uh what kind of makes that one tick and some of them you kind of try to maybe lighten up going into the race and and I think too, it all depends what 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 you want them to do in that particular race, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, what I mean, if you want want to maybe this is a strategy speed, for every work. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I think that's the key, right? So it all depends what kind of the game plan is ahead of you. 
Um, you know, at the end of the day, you can only worry about your horse and getting it prepared as best as you can. And, and you know, hopefully you've got the best horse on that day. And our 11 year old listener, Azarian wants to know if you would ever plan to send one of your charges to run in the Barbados Gold Cup next year. He would want, love the imagine this. Imagine this. If he got Safi Joseph, Barbadian trainer, success at Gulfstream Park, and you coming from Toronto, Canada, competing for the Barbados Gold Cup, wouldn't that be exciting? Well, that, that would be definitely on the bucket list. You know what I mean? Probably, uh, you know what I mean? The Queen's Plate right now is the top of the list, but that would yes. be one. I yeah. would love to, I uh, would, you know what I mean? Probably just just to see some old guys and old faces, that guys that used to work for my dad at one yes. point that I grew up with. Yes. Uh, yes. Hopefully I would be able to run into at some point, you know what I mean? Guys that, uh, you know I mean, I remember fondly and, uh, you know what I mean, were, were great grooms when they worked for my father. And I think that would be the, actually the most pleasurable thing is just kind of, meeting some old faces and uh, just reminiscing about old times. And obviously we had the right horse to win the race. That would be even better. That would be awesome. But, but have you seen, been able to see some of Sean's videos of him swimming the horses at the beach? Is so that that's actually something I would experience. love to kind of experience firsthand. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. Um, yeah. It actually seems pretty cool. I've seen horses swimming in a pool, but to see them <laughs> swim in the sea, you know what I mean? I think that that's just kind of mind boggling, right? So, <laughs> um, you know what I mean? It's just, it'd be so cool to see that, uh, uh, you know, uh, do you remember Paul Williams? Uh, yeah, he's a, he's an old face, you know, he actually stays in contact now and then mm -hmm. he'll, he'll shoot me a message. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, he groomed Cozine's Prince for my dad and yes, one of my yes. dad's best horses. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, yes. so yeah, you know what I mean? He's, he's, he definitely stays in touch. He's a good guy. Yeah, uh, and I appreciate sometimes after a big win, he'll kind of message me, "Congrats!" Uh, That's great, man. Uh, and, yeah, this is so. Paul Williams. Paul Williams, yes. yeah. Well, ah! there is Paul Williams. <laughs> hey, there he is. I call his name, and he's here. <laughs> there you go. He's looking good he, as he ever said. in that picture, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I remember back in those days, you used to mind your dad some best horses, man. Cody yes, Prince yeah, no, Paul. I remember when uh, when Paul first came in, it was like in the winter time. It was cold, probably early spring, right? February, March, I something like that. My dad walked right by and there was this guy kind of all bundled up in as much winter gear as he probably could find, right? <laughs> and uh, just kind of like shivering there. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was probably a big uh, eye opener for him, right? So <laughs> Paul was, yeah, Paul was a good guy. And, uh, you know, uh, definitely, definitely one of, uh, he looked after some good horses for my father. But what I can ask you now is that I noticed that you're writing Slade Jones. He's writing for you a lot. What do you think of, of him coming straight from Barbados to Garrison and looking like a rock star at Woodbine? Yeah, I, I like so a lot. Um, you know, like I said, him and his uh, his father and myself, we were very lucky together. And and a lot of the times, to yes. be honest with you, it's uh, it's it's connecting with people that you just have whatever good karma with or just just yes, luck, good yes. luck in general right yes. um and 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 john and myself i felt you know what i mean anytime i put john on a horse i was i went out there confident and i didn't have to yes. kind of i mean it was to me like you didn't have to worry right mm -hmm. um and so when slade came up i obviously wanted to give him a, a chance right 
And uh, when I first seen him ride, like I wasn't one of the first guys to ride him, unfortunately. Right. But when I first seen him out there, he looked good. He looked pretty polished for a young kid. Right. And uh, so the, uh, the opportunity came and we kind of had the right horse for him and, and uh, he made, uh, he made do with it. Right. And I think we've won about three or four races. He's a good kid. He works really hard. He comes by in the mornings every day to checks in. And if, he, if we need a hand, he's more than willing to jump on a horse. Um, so, I mean, I think he's got a, a bright future ahead of him. And, uh, you know, I, I, I just, just a great kid. Reminds me a lot of his old man. Uh, probably better than them. Sorry, John. <laughs> well, I have a just want to tell you that he's the most polished of all the Jones I know. Yeah, no. well, I don't know his grandfather, right? I've heard stories about his grandfather, so I can't speak yes. on behalf of his grandfather. But uh, the last time, uh, the last time he went a race for me, uh, Slade, uh, I told him going into the winter circle. I said, "Don't let your father know this, but you're better than him." <laughs> but like, well, I believe Jono I mean, is actually coming up to Toronto soon. On the so, yeah, I heard he's coming up. On the seventeenth. On the seventeenth, That's today. He's supposed to be leaving today. Today? Okay. Oh, is that today? But yeah. The beauty, about it, the beauty about it though is how he's stepped from the Garrison Street to Woodbine and the improvement he's made though. He's really He's really raised the bar some levels, all right? No, listen, you know what I mean? He's uh, he's come up here, and he's he's definitely more polished than uh, a lot of bugs that we've seen at Woodbine in most yes. recent times, right? Yes. Um, yes. You know what I mean? And, and, you know what I mean? He has raised the bar, and yes. obviously, uh, you know what I mean, a connection that Leroy has, uh, Micah Husbands, right? Yes, I was going to Who's come out. And yes. he's also a kid that you can say has, he, he's starting his career uh, looking a lot more polished than most mm -hmm. apprentice riders that start, mm -hmm. right? So another kid that's uh, um, obviously going to be uh, pretty successful. And, you know, I mean, both of them, I think, have a great opportunity at Woodbine to yes. be good jockeys. They're young. And, you know, obviously, if they can stay healthy and uh work hard at it i you know what i mean they're probably going to be faces to uh, see for a long time what's your connection to mike i've seen the love i've seen the love yeah so <laughs> tell me about it man you know it's patrick brought him to me which uh -huh. you know what i mean i you know what i mean I've, i i don't really ride patrick much right uh -huh. and right. when he first kind of approached me to bring about his nephew and uh looking to kind of help him out he, he, he you know what i mean whether i was the first guy on the list or the 10th guy on the list i don't uh -huh. know but you know I, mean? I was a little surprised that he came to me to be honest right uh -huh. um but you know what i mean i was more than happy to give the kid a shot uh yeah. he was you know i mean i think he was you know probably maybe 16 at the time 15 right mm -hmm. um you know what i mean and i really took a liking to him right away mm -hmm. um you know i have a son that's uh you know i mean just probably a year younger than him really mm -hmm. uh so i you know i mean obviously you know i mean i think just being a father having a boy around the same age and seeing a kid here yeah. uh that's trying to follow his dream and obviously having to leave his mother right mm -hmm. uh, right. back home is not an easy thing right um so uh, you know, what I mean, I, like I said, I took a liking to him. We he started working uh, on the weekends and the summer vacation, 
and uh, just you know, I mean, he was he was already a, uh, a, had good hands to start with when he came here. To you know, what yeah. I mean, um, and then it was just a matter of really, you know, what I mean, obviously, I think it's a it's a you know, what I mean, a bit of a different style of training here as as opposed to probably what he was used to seeing back home, yeah. right? Correct. Um, so he, I think, you know, what I mean. Just getting accustomed to maybe the, the the strength of the horses here a little bit more, right? And uh, what's kind of done with them on a daily basis. And he was always willing to kind of learn and uh, and help out, right? So, like I said earlier in the show, you know what I mean? As long as you're, you you dedicate yourself and you work hard and you prove to me that you're giving me your best, then when it comes time, I will do my best to help you, right? So obviously when, uh, when it came time for him to start his career, Leroy approached me, right. Mm-hmm. And, and, and kind of said, you know what I mean? He was getting his license and, and we wanted to make sure that obviously we tried to start him off on the right foot because it's always important, I think, to kind of, you know what I mean? To, to kind of start on a positive note. And that doesn't necessarily mean win, but you know what I mean? You want to be out there with obviously a live horse where people are going to kind of notice something. Right. Yes. And, uh, you know what I mean? We, 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 we were lucky. We had the kind of drew in from the also eligible that day. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so the outside post, which, Hey, for, and for, a, for a young kid kind of coming out of the 12 hole or the 13 hole, whatever it was that day you know, on an inner turf course where that first turn comes up pretty quick. Yes. I mean, that's, uh, that's a lot to ask for anybody, really, well, right? He's written at the Garson, though. He's written at the Garson. <laughs> That's nothing, man. That's nothing. Well, it was nothing. You're right. Because you know what? He come out there like a pro. Yeah. And uh, honestly, it was probably one of the, my one of the, honestly, the one of my greatest wins in the sense. Uh, I, there was so much pride I had. I was so happy yes. for the kid, right? Yes. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, I just, I don't know. Like, uh, just for him to, to, to kind of, you know what I mean? Have that kind of taste of glory. Yeah. Uh, right. And, and just to, just, just to kind of reiterate to himself that, I mean, what you put in is what you're going to get out of it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So the harder you work, the more you're willing to listen, obviously, uh, you know what I mean? Surround yourself with the right people. Right. Mm-hmm. And keep your head uh, level because yes. you know what I mean? You, you don't want success to get to you either. Right. Uh, very good point yes right and at the same token uh, you have to look around because we we all know there's a lot of uh successful jockeys and trainers that Mm -hmm. they're walking around the backside now with not much to show Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. correct so at the end of the day it's not what you did it yes you know i mean throughout your career it's what you have to show for it yes right and that's, I think you want to be remembered more by that instead of somebody kind of labeling you as a guy that's walking around the backside now, kind of struggling to put a paycheck together, mm-hmm. right? After, you know, being successful. So I think, you know, I mean, I think he's a, another kid that's got obviously a, a bright future ahead of him. Um, you know, I mean, well, how do you feel yeah. to have two of Barbadians, Barbados future, I would say champions, you have them in the palm of your hands, man. You, you're helping them out. Right now, at the very part of their career, early. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. Uh, I, it's like it's like getting a, a good horse. Sometimes you know what I mean. You want a good Ontario red, or you want a good Kentucky red, right? Right now, our apprentice jockeys are coming from Barbados, right? So we're looking for good Bayesian reds, right? Um, so uh, you know, but yeah, listen, you know, like 
I mean, I'm, I'm obviously uh, fortunate to have a big stable. We have, we can help these guys out a little bit when, yes. you know what I mean? And as long as I think they continue to uh, work hard at what they're doing, apply themselves, uh, they're going to get more winners from us. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know I mean, we're going to, we're going to have uh, pro hopefully what's a, a long storied uh, history of winners and success together. Look, I know, I know right now you have a young set came out from Old West, Kimar Kelly. Very nice guy. Yes. Very nice guy. I, I like him too. Good on a horse, right? Yes. yes. Um, so I always told nice him he kid. needs to get, you know, he needs to get more rights and on more every day. I think he would get better. You know what I mean? He's one of those guys I think that really needs to work himself. Yeah, and, and not, this is not a knock on these guys, but I think sometimes I think these guys, what, what's happened is they've started their careers maybe a little sooner than they should have, mm -hmm. right? I think there was a little bit more for them to learn and mm -hmm. maybe they needed to be put in the right situation with the right trainer, yes. uh, where they can experience uh, uh, a lot of horses working and mm -hmm. getting the timing down and, and things like that. Right. Where, I mean, some, some guys, I think they, they just, I mean, they listen, some people are just naturally talented and they're, they're yes. gifted in a sense and they can sit on a horse good, but there's a lot more to it than just that. Right. Yes. Yes. And uh, you know what I mean? And I think it's just understanding the horse, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Uh, I think the better you understand the horse, whether you're a trainer or a jockey or a groom, uh, just the, the, the better the opportunity you're going to be successful with that horse because uh, the communication is better between the mm -hmm. two of you, right? Mm -hmm. And I, obviously, uh, to me, for a jockey, it's very vital for them to be able to communicate with each other, right? Mm -hmm. Horse and jockey, right? Because right. uh, there's only the two of them out there, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So they have to work in unison, right? right. Um, so, I mean, I think, I think Kumar has a actually has the ability to be, I mean, he looks good in the morning. I just think he needs a little, you know what I mean? Maybe still a little rough around the edges in a yes. sense. Right. Yes. Yes. So I think, um, you know what I mean? I do think, you know what I mean? With, uh, with a little bit of time and, yes. uh, you know what I mean? I think he has a good opportunity where he is right now with me yes. that, yes. um, he has, he the, can uh, grow he, from it. Have a chance. Yeah. I'm, I'm Sorry, really Brent? glad. Yeah, really we glad. just want to give the opportunity for some of these kids to grow, and we thank you for helping yeah. us out. Well, yes, I want to I want to jump in a little bit and jump back with Micah there with Kevin Cody. Communication that me and Kevin had even before we thought about getting this license and stuff. And I just want people to know the communication that I had with Kevin. I I kept him updated with everything that was going on in that kid. I, and I mean, Kevin was like a father figure to him because when he did the wrong things that we know he done some things where, you know, and we need to, you know, he's young, he's a little bit, you know yeah. what I mean? And he made yeah. some mistakes, but I also want to speak about, you know, the great things that Kevin has done for this kid, you know what I mean? Behind the scenes, you know, people might see all the, 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 the blurry that he, Kevin put him on two winners there when he came out and got his, his license and stuff like that. But the hard work and the dedication that Kevin helped put into this kid to develop him into where he is now that I want people to still see that because I get to witness what Kevin has done for him. So mm -hmm. the other guys out there that is joining in Kevin's barn, I want them to, you know, have some appreciate what Kevin has done and what he will do and can do for you. Yeah. I, and to be honest, that's all I want. I just want to make sure you appreciate what I try to help you. You know what I mean? Yeah. At the end of the day. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and Micah was like that. Right. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, I used to pick him up in the morning sometimes, you know what yes. I mean? When the wintertime, he did a little co-op with us at the, at the farm, you know, yes. and yeah. uh, he's, he was, he, I mean, he's one thing about him. He's never disrespected me. 
No, right. Great and kid. you know, I mean, there are times where I had to kind of lay into him a little bit yeah. and it's, it's what I call it is tough love. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, yes. You know what I mean? That's all it is. And, and, and uh, you know what I mean? When, you know what I mean? He might get mad at me a little bit at the time, but then I'll pull him off to the side and, uh, and I'll just kind of you know, put my arm around the shoulder and say, listen, you know, and just know that, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm there for him. I'm trying to teach him. I want him to learn. I want him to understand. And there's, there's a lot more than just kind of being out there. It's what people see and visualize when you're out there too. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the way you present yourself, the way you conduct yourself, uh, very important you hang out with, right. Mm-hmm. Those are all instrumental in the person you're going to become down the road. Right. And obviously, you know what I mean? Those are, you know what I mean? I was lucky. I mean, when you grow up on the racetrack, there's, you know what I mean? There's so many paths to go down to, and a lot of those paths aren't the right path, yeah. right? <laughs> so, you know, I was lucky to have the, the family and the, and the, and the support mm-hmm. system where, you know I mean, I was, you know what I mean? Those, those paths were kind of blocked off for me, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was veered to the right direction, right? right. And when I see a, a kid like him, uh, that's what I try to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I honestly try, I treat him like I would treat my own son, and I talk to him like I would talk to my own son. You know, so appreciate it. That's great, so, man. I'm, I'm so happy about that because you guys, you're you're a guy that would have come. We came to the to can to Canada in late '80s, and you would have been there. You witnessed when we came, and a lot of guys have done a lot of hard work to maintain this gravy train of guys to still flow through the system. And I'm glad that people like you who were there from the start, and you know the talents that Barbadians have, and you still. Give him back opportunity, man. Yeah, listen, you know what I mean? Like I said, you're only as a trainer, you're only good as the guys behind you, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got another guy that actually was riding a Barbados, he's helping us out a little bit too. Afri Ward, yeah, another good yes. kid, yes. you know, very yes. talented on a horse as well, yes. right? Um, you know, so you know, I mean, those guys, if as long like I said, as long as they put in the time and, and the work. Uh, the opportunity will be there. Well, that's one thing about Canada that, uh, you know what I mean? I honestly believe as long as you're willing to work uh, hard and, you know what I mean, it's not going to be easy. No. Uh, there, you know what I mean? You can do anything you want to be, right? Or become anything you want to be. Mm-hmm. Right. Very true. Well, guys, we know where, where Kevin has got a lot on his plate and he's got so much going on on the weekend and stuff. Let's talk a little bit about the Queen's plate and oh, the, yeah. for this weekend before he disappears on us. Yes. You know, because he's got his plate full for the weekend coming up. I know he's got his owners and all that coming to the barn and all that stuff. We want him to get some rest and be fresh for the, the upcoming days. So let's not. So let's give him a quick day. glimpse of Sunday. So, so go ahead, Leroy. Well, Kev, you got the Philly facing these boys. She's bringing herself to this to this part of the game. And how are we, how are we standing going into this race with all the speed in, in, the, in this race, a, a big speed in, in number three hole? She's doing well. You know, I'm really happy with uh, the way she's trained. You know, I, I think um, she's been a, you know, she's a, a horse that's hard to keep weight on, put weight on. Um, but she's just really blossomed. I think in the last, you know what I mean? Probably month and a half. I think since her Oaks win, she's, uh, put on weight and she looks to me like she's a bigger, stronger version of herself. Right. Um, you know, she's worked well, uh, in the interim since her Oaks win, 
obviously she's going to need to bring that performance or maybe slightly better uh, to, to kind of beat the boys. You know, it's always to me, you know, I, mean, I hate running Phillies against the boys because it's always a, a tougher task. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I mean, she's uh, I think she's the right kind of Philly to, to tackle them. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I mean, I just got to, you know, it's, it's such a hard race to win, you know, like, I've been down this road before where I thought, you know, this is the year, right? I've got the right horse now, right? Yeah. And then it doesn't happen, right? You run third or you run second or they don't run anywhere, right? And then you're left scratching your head and you're thinking, geez, you know, what happened? You know what I mean? Did I do something wrong? What can I do better, right? So, you know what I mean? Obviously, I mean, it's always nice when you're in, when you're the morning line favorite. That means you're, you're you know, I mean, people obviously respect your horse. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in the right race. You're not, you know, so uh, I think we've got the right horse. Obviously, we just need a little racing luck on our side. And, and hopefully, you know, I mean, she shows up with her A game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Well, you all. Well, all good luck to you and the team for you. that. That's, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. And what are the other horses you have running in the weekend here? Um, we've got a couple nice two-year-olds that are in on Saturday, but uh, two horses that went first time out, mm-hmm. um, Wickenheiser, I think has got a good future ahead of her. Uh, you know, she's a f- family to, uh, um, oh, that breeders winner, Josie Carroll had Leroy. I can't think what his name is right now. She won the breeders mm-hmm. with a couple years ago. It's the year of mighty heart. Uh, I can't think. Anyway, she's a she's a full brother to him. Uh, she went first time out on the turf. Now she's going. She's only going six and a half. Probably needs a little bit more ground. Uh, but she's precocious, and uh, I mean, I'm hoping, uh, hoping. Uh, you know, I mean, she's kind of comes up with another good run. We have a uh, actually a horse that's named after a Trinidadian uh, song. Actually, Philip, my dear. Oh, apparently there's <laughs> yeah. some, some Trinidadian song, right? <laughs> Calypso, Calypso. Calypso, right? Yes. Yeah. So uh, he's a nice Ontario side horse, went first time out of made in special weight. Uh-huh. And uh, Belichick, there it is. Last year, not a few years ago. It was a lot, yeah. So um, yeah, so uh, he's a nice colt too. Tyler's uh, there too. Yeah. We've we've got a couple fillies uh, that are going to run in the the uh, Canadian Stakes. Money for Roll, last year's Canadian Oaks winner, mm-hmm. and um, a filly by the name of Angelou. So they are mm-hmm. both, uh, you know, I mean, both kind of two nice fillies that are are training well. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got two horses in the King Edward Hadasha. That's actually uh, Mike Husband's probably favorite horse. You know? <laughs> yeah. He gets on him every day. He loves him like cooked food, right? You know? <laughs> so, um, yeah, he's done a great job with him actually. Wow. So, um, but so he's in uh, against uh, another one of our horses uh, called Harlan Estate. So, you know, obviously, I mean, they're always tough races, and you got to hope they uh, show up. Uh, but uh, I mean, they're all training well, and they're out. They're all kind of going into these races in, in good order. Well, I think you might remember this guy, Kevin and Leroy and Sean. <laughs> um, from the from oh, Chris Martin, Chris Martin. <laughs> brother yeah. of mine. Yeah. Great horse racing family, starting with Uncle Joe. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's it. That's my brother, man. Yeah. My yeah. brother from another mother. <laughs> <laughs> right, guys, and just well, to show you guys. 
our friend from Trinidad, Ryan Thomas. Blessings wow. to each and every one coming from China. Yes, wow. Brian. China. Yes, Brian. Wow. Checking in with us here yeah, Brian, on journeys. Brian, he's right in Trinidad. I know he's in China. <laughs> Blessings, Ryan, my brother. Mm. Well, guys, like I said, we're not going to keep Kevin too long because he's got a big task ahead of him and we've got all those horses got to get up and train tomorrow and make sure everything goes well in the barn and keep things in tip-top shape. So we're going to sign him off and thank him for being here for us tonight and wish him all the best this weekend. Thanks for having me on, guys. It was a pleasure. Yeah, my it's good work. Your journey. I mean, yeah. it's a pleasure. Yeah. Coming on. Good, I mean, good seeing some old boy. faces too. Brett yeah. Callahan, I don't know. We win the first race uh, with my dad the one season. We opened up the yes. calendar year, right? Do you I remember, remember that? I can't, I can't I think of the horse's it. name. It was oh. a Philly. <laughs> I remember it. I it remember it very well. First <laughs> race of the it. day. We opened up the yeah. season. <laughs> and I didn't Great. win another one for two or three weeks. It took me a while. <laughs> well, I probably meant she didn't win another one either then. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. All right, all right, right. guys. Thanks, thanks again, Kevin. All thanks the best, so buddy. Much, Kevin. I appreciate right. it. Sounds Say hi to all the family and thanks Thank for you. checking out Journeys, the talk show. Appreciate thanks it, guys. All right. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Great, man. Man. Wonderful guys, wonderful guys. Everything shaped up pretty well. Um, yes. con good luck to Kevin for this weekend. We look forward yes. to hopefully saying he spoke to us moments before his first screen split yes. winner. Yes, yes, that'd be brilliant. Yeah. We might have to bring him back. That'd be awesome, man. You have to, I mean, to be a claim the luck, you know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, when Safi came on the show the next race day, we, what did he do? He went five? He won three yeah. or four on the Saturday, seven. right? He went Listen, five. When they spoke to Rod, Roger Atfield, yeah. he won the, the million dollar race with that Philly, I think, a couple weeks later, man. Oh, there so you go. I don't know, man. When they talked to. Our shows this seem to <laughs> the stock seem to rise. <laughs> this is the place to be to follow to follow up with those yes. kind of races, eh? Your stock goes up. <laughs> Your stock. <laughs> oh well, boys. All right. So who's next? <laughs> That's the show. No, just get it. <laughs> well, we got from one of our sponsors, the Barbados Turf Club. Yeah. And we've got joining us Bruce Johnson. Bruce Johnson has been around horse racing for many, many years and is currently the Paramutual Wagering Manager at the Barbados Turf Club. Bruce, welcome to our show. Coming to you live Hello, from the Bruce. Barbados Turf Club. Good evening, guys. What's going on, Bruce? Hey, listen, I just wanted to say before we even start, what a wonderful show you guys had there. That was a terrific little talk you had with Kevin. Really interesting stuff. Really cool. Thank you. Thanks. Great. Thanks, That's Bruce. Awesome. Trying to get that message. Really appreciate that. <laughs> it's very really nice to have that, those man. kudos. So what we do now guys, is, you're so well traveled, man. You're so well we traveled. Do, well, yeah. Well, what we do now here, Sean, is we get to go from um, Kevin talking about the the lovely part of the sport and how nice it is and everything to the ugly betting part and the money part, <laughs> the, the financial end of the business here. <laughs> So well, whatever you guys want to start, I'm ready to go. No, I have, been, I have been in this for quite a long time, yeah. But Bruce was not saying that. that if we fought the betting, you know what I mean, our game doesn't go 
lift up off the ground it stays down you know what i mean it's, so I know, it's, it's, it's what keeps it afloat for sure That's yeah, what it's for, you know, yeah. And i mean look at the car that woodbine has put up for the weekend we got 10 races on saturday we got 13 on sunday you yep. know what i mean so and yep. some big fields so without sure. those big fields the betting we can't have a great handle for you know to keep sure. our game going so this is something that's very important to our game you know yep. what i mean front and foremost so you're going to teach us and help us and and so we can put some money in some people's pocket doing this. Yeah, well, that's the idea, right? Well, yes. Bruce, we want to know and thank the Barbados Turf Club. And um, as a reminder to all horse racing fans, you can now wager online at www.barbadosturfclub.org. And yep. this is Bruce Johnson, the Paramutual Wagering Manager. If I got that right, um, at the Barbados Turf Club, coming to tell all of our listeners how they could get involved and. Do you know, Bruce, we heard something through the grapevine that people can wager on Woodbine's races in Barbados? You know, or is that coming up? It's 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 on the way. Let's put it that way. Um, we've got uh, we've got an agreement in principle. So we're working things out, some things on the back end, uh, the way the currency has to flow and things like that. So hopefully we're going to have something shaking in the next week or so. We're, we're really oh. pushing for it. And uh, Woodbine is also very excited to carry our races as well so there may be uh soon enough, there may be uh barbados races up at up at woodbine on the displays also and on the tote machines well great because jamaica, jamaica has theirs up here so why can't we have barbados out there too yep we're trying we're working on it the, there's an issue between the two tote companies because they're different companies but we're trying to we're trying to connect the wires and the cables and make it all work out but it looks good right now okay Cause I want to bet on some of those horses down there, especially with those like Shauna training, you know, so I can bet on something. He, he says, I don't give tips, man. He can give me something. Yeah. Right. The last, I, I'm, so, uh, you know what? Let's don't go there. Um, Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. That holds, you hold everything to your chest. Right? <laughs> well, Bruce, teach us some stuff there. Since Sean is not going to give me a tip there. <laughs> well, Bruce, we want to hear a little bit about your history. Um, you started off hot walking um, mm -hmm. and as a groom in Chicago race tracks like mm -hmm. Arlington Park that we were talking about earlier with Rocco Bowen. Right. Uh, we got Hawthorne Park and Sportsman Park. Right. And yeah. then in 96 to 2000, you joined the offshore sports betting boom working mm -hmm. in Venezuela and Curacao. Correct. And then in 2001 to 2007, to all of our listeners out there, you manage a paramutual race, phone wagering, rebate shop in Curacao, and then went on to manage a wagering account of a large computer-assisted racing better out of Hong Kong, wow. both in Barbados and Grenada. And currently, you're a thoroughbred race fan and handicapper. So <laughs> we want to hear all about your job as paramutual wagering expert at the Barbados Turf Club. And we want to talk to inform some of our listeners a bit more about the technical side of stuff. I'm the technical guy here and I'm all ears. What kind of what kind of technical are you talking about? The type of wagers or are the, the the handicapping end? I can I can tell you that Everything. Uh, in, my, <laughs> in my history, going back in my history, yeah, I did start off at the at the racetracks. I uh, when I was probably about uh, 16 years old or 17 years old, I was handicapping mostly. And uh, I wasn't doing very well handicapping. So I decided when I finished high school, which is 18 years old up there, that I would go into 
the backstretch and see if I can get a job. And I got hired that day, pretty much. So I was working for a trainer, a well-known trainer there in the early 80s. I was walking. I started out just like everybody else, walking hots, and uh, ended up as a groom. Uh, but the the whole, as Kevin was explaining there, and his injury was horrific, what happened to him. Uh, I went up to a farm to work also after that, but I took a lot of bumps and bruises too. And the, the weather, the cold weather in the Chicago area was horrible. So I ended up going, I ended up going to college myself. I just dropped everything, took out a bunch of student loans and figured, okay, it, like in Kevin's, in Kevin's situation, he, he went to college first in case the racing didn't work out. Well, the racing didn't work out for me. So I went to college and uh, after school, I ended up going out to Los Angeles where it was warm. I didn't want to be cold anymore. So the time I spent out in LA, I learned, I, I got into handicapping a little bit more. And that's where I met some of the folks that were opening up the sports betting places down in the Caribbean area. And, um, they were in Costa Rica mostly, but then they started going into some of the islands as well. So I did, I had a little bit of knowledge in sports betting, but it, I was still mostly a horse race fan handicapper at heart right. but uh, i went down for the business and for the for the uh thrill going down there and uh it turned out to be a great move this was before the internet was happening so everything was done over a phone line mm -hmm. and we did sports betting day and night six seven days a week uh for a couple of years i did this over in venezuela and then the government changed uh with uh, chavez coming in so they they threw out anybody that was american so <laughs> I left there and somebody asked me if I wanted to do the same thing on another island, on an island of Curacao right. in, the, in the Netherlands, Italy. So I had never been there before, couldn't even pronounce it. So I went over there and uh, I caught on with another company that was just starting. It wasn't Pinnacle Sports. I had a chance to work for Pinnacle Sports when they had a table and one phone and I didn't do it. I chose the wrong company, but <laughs> sports for a couple of years. And uh, and then a, a, one of those that it says on my little resume there that I gave you guys, I, I did get into a, a Perry Mutual uh, rebate shop. And um, the Perry Mutual rebate shop is interesting because we had about 100 to 150 of probably the best handicappers in the world that would come into our little store in Curacao on anything North American we're buying some Canadian tracks also were involved, but um, these guys were so good that they would, they would wager and we would offer to give them a kickback on everything that they bet. So we were able to act just like the racetrack. We, 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 Perry Mutual wagering, we kept the, the commission for ourselves. We paid the track a little bit of a, of a fee so we could, so we could host their races, so we could have their races. Um, but we kept the commission part. So there was enough commission that we were able to offer a kickback to the players. And that's where the term rebate comes in. You send some back to the players. And these guys were so good that most of them could hang in the game as long as they weren't paying the, 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 the takeout that normal people would have to pay at the track. So that shop lasted for six, seven years. It was a good run. We had a real good run. And then we had uh, a, a couple of things happen. We were bought over by an online, a new upstart online Perry Mutual company in California who bought us out. And it was one of those situations you guys have heard about and maybe been through before where you get the big company that comes in, they think they, they, think they know what they can do better and they had no idea. 
So the place ended up folding. I really didn't have anywhere to go, but through some of my connections there at the uh, rebate shop, I had, I had met a couple of people that were into this uh, computer algorithm wagering where, where they put together an algorithm that, that, that also figures out a race. Um, and the computers were really coming into style at that time. So they were getting better and better. Mm -hmm. And um, these guys were turned out were even better than the, the, the better handicappers that we had. The computer just blew them away. So there was no there was no challenge to that. A regular handicapper might see uh, a dozen or two dozen variables in a race while this computer is figuring 260, 270 variables every race on every runner in the race and compiling all the stats and all the numbers in a second and mm -hmm. then throwing the bets in. So these were the guys, in my opinion, these were the guys to follow. These were the guys I wanted to be with. So there was there was one in particular that um, was wagering out of Hong Kong, and uh, and he they decided to build a shop of their own over in Grenada to save money from by going through another another owner of a shop. So mm -hmm. instead of paying a fee, they just bought their own and built their own. And they asked me if I wanted to go over and run it. I had never been to Grenada before, so I was happy to go. And um, they actually did the uh, they did some of the work from from here in Barbados also. So the 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 shop where the the bets were run through to the racetracks in uh, in the North America was in Grenada, but the wagers and the computer originated out of Hong Kong, and the bets were placed here in Barbados. Mm -hmm. So I was I was really interested in this process and. Uh, I stayed with that for about six or seven years also. And um, there was there's some trouble happened with that company as well. And we stayed afloat for a little while, but I, I could see the writing on the wall and kind of drifted away from it. But I was still involved in it. And uh, we this company happened to get involved with um, with uh, Barbados Turf Club, also with getting the, the tote company in here, United mm -hmm. Tote. They are the top provider, and that was the provider for the company in Grenada. It was a good match. It was a good. It was a good uh, marriage between the two. Um, but they, there were some issues with that company building. Uh, out of sheer luck, I think I pulled up the website for Barbados Turf Club, maybe to find the phone number or something. But there was a, a listing in there for a position. They, need, mm -hmm. they were looking for somebody that could that could run and handle the handle the betting, and I was thinking about, wow, that looks like me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I actually called, and I think I got, uh, I think I talked to uh, Rosette Pierce that afternoon, and uh, we set up a call a little bit later, and we discussed it, and it turned out that it was going to be a good deal. Come on over and check it out. Mm -hmm. So I came mm -hmm. over, and here I am now, still three three years later now doing the doing the betting for the Barbados Turf Club. How are you liking it though? Are you loving it? I like it. It's you know it's it's sad because I, I'm a little bit later on in my life now. I wish I could have been younger and mm. I've got a family in Curacao. I have a wife and three kids. Yes. Um so uh they've been great here in taking care of me and helping me to travel back often enough and so I get to come and go um when I need to and still yeah, yeah. be able to perform my my things for me the covid disaster was somewhat of a blessing in disguise because mm -hmm. i was able to set more things up from curacao so right. i can basically watch and control 
a lot more things from my home base in Curacao than I could oh. before the COVID. And it's it good. also helped with the online betting that you guys talked about, uh, that yes. you guys were, were discussing earlier and, and, and thankfully mentioned down here because it is, a, it is a big deal that we have the online betting now. And that was something that came not only out of necessity, but something we wanted to do for quite some time. Mm-hmm. But COVID really forced us to get it yes. down, to go. Yes. And it just it just worked out that it, it just it, everything just fell into place with that. And we're just now we've been scratching the surface on it for about the last year. And I'm sure mm-hmm. some of you guys might have accounts and play once in a while. It's a great system, but there can still be better things with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to expanding on that as much as I can. The, the, the online wagering is probably the the number one focus that I have right now still, even yeah, though we're now, we're now looking into going into other things here, uh, mm-hmm. namely the Woodbine races we just talked about. Yes. Um, I also have some calls into Keeneland and for the Breeders' Cup and mm-hmm. things like that. It's tough to do when you when you're not a recognizable uh, uh, figure in the in the simulcasting game. We're yes. not. We've never simulcasted races from other locations, so mm. it's tough. When I make a call to say a Keeneland, they're they're more or less like, "Who are you? Mm. And why are you calling us?" <laughs> yeah. And then you know when it, when they figure out finally figure out that I'm serious, you get down to the money. They're like, "How much money do you think you're going to be able to bet?" You know. Mm. So it it it's not always that easy that you just plug in and and yes. pull a switch. They want to make sure. It's worthwhile for them mm-hmm. to, set us up, to set us up here with their races. But, I personally think it is. I think the race track is the place to do it. Yeah, but right. do you think people in Barbados, do we gamble enough down here, though? Do you think so? To make it worthwhile for people like those guys that you just called? Uh, he, here, you mean, at the yeah. track? Yeah. Can it work? I think it can work tremendously. I, 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 have, I have a lot of good feelings about this. Um, I just, uh, since the day I walked in here and I, I realized I didn't know anything about the program at all here at the Barbados Turf Club. And, but when I found out that we only race 25 days a year, mm-hmm. my first thought was, well, what do we do the other 340 days a year? We've got this enormous grounds here in this track. We have TVs, we have betting windows, we have betting machines yes, we have yes. people that are that sometimes they'll i'll turn the tvs on in the morning and some people will just stand there and watch the group will stand there and watch the races yeah so i think there's a market for it i know there's some competition i understand that but i think the Perry mutual way is is probably the best way to go if you mm-hmm. win a million dollars you're going to get paid a million dollars nobody's mm-hmm. going to cap you out on anything because it's not us that's mm-hmm. on the hook for it. We're, we're mm-hmm. working with the racetrack. So it's the same right. pools that the racetrack has. Right. Uh, yeah. In answer to your question, Sean, yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm really positive about this working out. Great, man. Well, Bruce, I- can you tell us a little bit more about how a web visitor out there can sign up online? We told them we go to www.barbadasturfclub.org, but go through the process about how they can sign up and Tell us some of the wager types that are possible for online bettors. For all of those people overseas that want to bet on our Barbados Turf Club racing. Sure, of course. The I think that the best uh, the best way to do it, Brent, is to go to the website, the Barbados Turf Club website. Um, we have we have leads on there and uh, that follow to the link for the online site. The online site itself is powered by the company that that handles our our tote system. 
that handles our wagering here at the track. So it's just a, it's just an extension of one of the machines at the track. So okay. you, go, you go to the website and you just follow your way to it. You'll eventually end up on the site. And um, as I just explained, I've been doing this for a long time. And <laughs> I don't think I've ever come across an online system that's as easy as the one we have. Okay. Now, we can, Good to we hear. Can get away with that. We can get away with that because we're only doing our own races. So there's really no, there's really no quality control necessary for anything on top of that. It's what, it's what we do. It's what, it's just like we're giving everybody a little tote machine of their own to write their own bets. And the, ah. sign, the sign up procedure couldn't be easier. You put your name in, you put an address in, you put a phone number in, it, it sends you an email with a, uh, with a, with a, uh, a code with a number, with an account number. You sign back into site with the account number. It prompts you to put in a, in a, in a pin number and you're in. That's it. The next and thing how you, do have you to get do money into the system. Do you have to come to the Barbados Turf Club and deposit, make a deposit, or can you do it all online with a credit card? Deposits and top ups can be done online with a credit card or a debit card. And uh, I, I, I usually process those myself manually. It's that it's that small of a system, but it's also that um, efficient of a system that I'm able to process these online withdraw uh, deposits by myself. So I'm able to see them come in and I put them into the accounts as they come in. The, and I'm, here, I'm, I'm by the machine all day, every day. So the accounts get in quickly. On race days, I'm, whether I'm at home or whether I'm here, I'm right on top of every single deposit that rolls in. So I've never had any, I've never had one deposit get by me on the system so far. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I don't expect that to happen. And if it ever does, there's going to be a, a major push to automating the deposit process. But for right now, I do it. I do it manually, and it works very well. So you can also deposit here at the track. Just about any one of the tellers now is able to take cash and put it into your account. Most of them know how to do it from any window. We started with just one or two, but it's such an easy process that they all caught on pretty fast. So funding the, funding the account is very easy. Well, that's what we want to encourage all of our local Barbadians, but also all of our visitors who come to the island. Right. Open an account with the BarbadasTurfClub.org. Um, you can place a wager and make some bets. Sounds so interesting. Right. Good luck to you and the Barbados Turf Club. We look to he hearing so much more from you on the system. Is there anything else that you would like to tell our listeners in that last few moments in the about last, the Turf Club? In the last few moments, I, 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 the only thing I can say about the Turf Club and going back to, to I guess, my, my being here and how I got here is what a, what a beautiful place this is and, and how well run it is. I've, one of the things that really shook me is when I first saw the place, I came here for the, for the uh, online, for the uh, computer better, and I drove by with somebody in a car and I noticed the, the, the poles and the posts for the track. And I'm like, that's a racetrack over there. And they said, yeah, <laughs> we have a racetrack here. This was literally only a couple of years ago. So when I got here, I, I thought, oh boy, you know, I'm going to run into just a, you know, a bunch of hillbillies that just, when I got here, I, I ran into some of the most knowledgeable, smart, uh, uh, horse players, horsemen, um, also the people that run the races here, the, the people in the accounting room, um, Rosette and her team, 
everybody here involved is just so knowledgeable and so respectful and so wonderful to work with. I've just had a great run at it. And it's, it, it's, it, I think that anybody even listening overseas or anybody here that comes on vacation, or even you people out there in Barbados, come here to the track, have a good day, have a nice time, enjoy yourself, take $100 with you, give it a shot. You might walk out with a couple thousand. It happens. Oh, that would be nice. So do it. Do it for the sake of the club. For Barbados, they deserve it. Everybody deserves it here. Everybody puts on a good show. So they. Well, you know it. what, Bruce? It's so great to hear the talent. We got 26 or so jockeys from Barbados right in North America. And now it's so great to hear Leroy, Sean, the management and staff at the Barbados Turf Club, the Garrison Savannah, Listen to all of those great things being said about them. All of the management, the directors, the staff at the Turf Club. We now know why our jockeys and trainers are batting so high because it's coming from the top down. Management yeah. and the staff at the Turf Club. Way to go, man, Bruce. 100% right, Brett. 100% right. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining us online, Bruce. But what, what, like I said, oh, from what Bruce is saying here now, I'm hoping because you know this show goes all around the world. Like you can see China. I hope guys like Ryan Thompson would be better from China. You know what I mean? Ryan Thomas, yeah. Thomas, yeah. Sorry, but you know it's very important that what you said just now. You know, because a lot of people around the world listen, and I hope they they, they absorb what you said, yeah. and um, would start betting online and. You know what I mean? Especially if wood buying and the barbers wood buying thing starts, man. That'd be yep. That'd I be think awesome. for some people just uh some people go out for excitement. Maybe they go out to dinner for a night or whatever and drop fifty dollars on dinner. Come out here and spend a little time out here in the afternoon. Bet a couple of horses, have fun. It's so relaxing. I mean, I don't even think it's just for us because we're in the game and we love it so much. Mm -hmm. I can remember when I wasn't really in the game as much, and I just loved going to the track. It was yes. just a, a real relaxing time, yes. and I always had fun. I think races are 3.30 this Saturday, August, 20, August 20th. Correct. Um, post time is 3.30 p.m., but everyone can come on out. Make a day of it. Bring the family, friends, co-workers. Let's make a great day of it. Yep. So but you're saying 3.30, so is it going to go into night racing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We, we got the, the night racing started about a year ago, Bruce. Yes. Um, about a year ago. And because of COVID, we haven't had too many race days in the dark. But um, we've extended the evening racing. So... I guess from we'll have the last two or three races in the dark, make it a little exciting for our guests and local Barbadians. Yeah. yeah, and if you think it's beautiful here during the day, at night with the lights on, it's just magical. Magical. Really, really cool. Come on, guys. Oh, Look oh, at me here. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the night, Bruce. <laughs> Unbelievable. Just from your office, Bruce, isn't it? Or yeah. just upstairs from your office right now. <laughs> I can just go walk right out the window. Maybe I'll sleep here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great to have you on board the show, Bruce. Um, we look forward to hearing more from you. Um, get home safe, guys. It's Thank been you. a pleasure. We've got Jennifer Morrison, our official handicapper coming to us live from toronto but bruce thank you so much i mean okay, look forward guys. to hearing from you again thank you bruce. bruce take care
All right. Man, guys, we got things coming more and more for all of our listeners out yes. there. Yes, yes, but yes. Isn't that interesting what Bruce is like? We don't, many, many people at the racetrack, even in Woodbine, they don't get all the insider information like we just got. Yes. about the gambling system, paramutual yes. wagering and stuff. Yes, that's and brilliant. good kudos to Rosette and the management and staff at the Barbados Turf Club. We know everyone isn't perfect, but I mean, it sounds like they, they too are batting above their own weight mm-hmm. on the world stage. Yep. So great work to the Barbados Turf Club and the Garrison Savannah. Um, kudos to all the guys from Barbados that are going to continue to represent that flag, Sean. That's, That's right. behind your shoulder. I mean, you heard it straight from Kevin Attard. He's willing to give guys opportunities, but you got to pay your respects to your boss. You got to respect yourself. Be careful. Keep your head on. Way to go. I'm now, so happy actually Mark Kelly's with him, man. I'm so happy because, yeah, yeah I think he's a tech, he's an opportunity. I need to get somebody to really um, manage him a little more, you know? good but but here's the thing we say manage him a little bit more but all we're asking is guys put in some hard work no no things don't just fall in your lap this guy this guy's a really nice guy i'm talking about getting on more horses and and the breezing horses more often i mean when when you're not in the top 10 in barbados you get on one or two horses a day you know what i mean and you just don't get to 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 blossom like some of the rest of guys who continue yeah. time you know what i mean he's mm-hmm. always he's not he's not one of those kind of fellas you know he's kind of quiet so he he's he very always, quiet very yeah, quiet you know so he always tend to get pushed Shuffle, back because he's back, so yeah. quiet you know yeah. mm-hmm. he's not aggressive like you know to, to think so i think is that what you were calling me earlier a nerd because i'm quiet i don't want to live life on the edge leroy mm. no <laughs> no you're a different type of nerd sorry <laughs> <laughs> on that note welcome to our show jennifer morrison <laughs> oh, no. get on me i'm gone <laughs> sean said it jennifer not me sean said it then <laughs> i said it i said it to this. a different, different kind of nerd a different kind of nerd <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> oh poor brad <laughs> All right, nice guys. Good man. night. Have a great show. See ya. Hi, Jen. Welcome to you. Hello, How are boys. You doing, Jen? I, How are you? Yeah, I'm sorry I'm late. Yeah, um, I had all kinds of technical issues. Long day at Ajax today, but it's it's so fun because I actually. Uh, plugged in the the phone and I listened to the show all the yes. way driving my one hour show or one hour drive home. I listened to you guys all the way and you know Kevin is Kevin has been one of my favorites. You know I've been watching him since the you know nineteen eight yeah like late late nineteen eighties when I was working for Roger Radfield and he's come a long way that kid. <laughs> he's come a long way. It's very it was very nice to hear him talk about everything so yes. um i i cheer for him i cheer for a lot of people on the plate but i think moira will win the plate but all right we'll get all on right. to that but i you know what who was at the ajax today was uh slade jones and mika husband were at oh. the ajax down today yes yes they were taking in the races and wow. i got a, i got a photo of them with uh, miguel nichols and uh, neil husband wow so i got them all together to take a photo so that was nice Great. Did you post it already? I have not posted it yet. No, I've. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, time, time, time. Okay, yeah. 
But yeah, wow. no, it was very, very nice to meet Slade and Mika husbands today. Is it Mika? Micah? Micah. 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 Okay. Micah. Very, yeah, very soft spoken, quiet young man. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, but we had crazy weather at Ajax. That, that, so, yeah. That's a prize you've coming from a husband's? Last week, Patrick was there all at Ajax all all day with his kids and yeah. i'm telling you it's like husband's this husband's that i'm like i don't know what's going on <laughs> they're all over the place <laughs> they're all over the place they're all over it's like they're taking over the whole i don't know what yeah. i don't know yeah. who's related to what <laughs> well jen give us a moment and we want to hear about your That's, that's hot. That's it's hot. Very, it's very dramatic, isn't it? It's yeah, it puts you on a lot of pressure. <laughs> hey, at least I had a winner last week. I don't know what the odds were. It wasn't good. They weren't good, but you did it pretty easy. You did it pretty easy too. Yeah, I did. Yeah. 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 I, I heard you guys talking about it at the track. There, they were saying, "Yeah, she's yeah, they love you, man." You're becoming. <laughs> You're a big star oh. here in Barbados. <laughs> <laughs> my dog, my dog doesn't love me. He just like left the room and then showed his butt to me. That's very embarrassing. Is, no, that, is that today's pick of the week, Jen? <laughs> <laughs> Does he not approve of it? <laughs> not approve. It's not approve about mommy being away all day and then coming oh, yeah. home and he being at like the you office. want to go outside, then. He, he's at the door. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, and he's giving he's giving a catch eye. He's giving attitude. He's giving attitude. Very annoying. Well, look at that. Look at we're going to talk about the Queen's Plate this yes. week because yes, I mean I could pick some horse for the next couple of days, but let's talk about the Queen's Plate. Yes. I sent uh, Brett the two replays that I thought were uh, most pertinent to um, the plate, and that was the. Play trial, play trial and the Oaks. Okay. Mm -hmm. I like Ron Dur. I think that he's could be any kind of horse. Um, it's interesting that the crossover between quarter horse racing and thoroughbreds because Ron Dur's main rider and work rider is Ramiro Castillo, who is one of our leading riders at Ajax Downs. Mm -hmm. But I thought I would just focus in on the plate trial and the Woodbine Oaks because I think those two races, because they were close enough to the plate and Especially the plate trial, horses were carrying the the plate weight of 126 pounds. I just think that we we, we need to look at those two races. So, uh, Brett, okay. what are we gonna do first? Which do you wish, the plate trial or the Oaks? Let's do the plate trial first, my friend. All right, let's go with the Oaks. <laughs> and I, what are you doing? I'm uh, devil. What did John just tell you? I'm a different type of nerd. <laughs> <laughs> a different All right, type guys. of nerd. Well, remember, you're on mute, Jen, right, and you take right. the show. Away they race in the plate trail, and like my cousin, a bit slow and last surf for sure as they went. And Dance in Denial and Cause a Mayhem best into stride and going to the front of the center. Cause a Mayhem narrowly from Dance in Denial. And on their outside, the Minxter trying to settle down. They're two in front of Duke of Love. 
Nearer the inside, Bill Needle out wide as Sir for sure is caught ground and back on the rail is Guard of Honor as they take the turn, like Makaza second last. And at the back early is Patrick Husbands on Hall of Dreams. Causa Mayhem slows the field down a bit by three quarters. Dance in Denial is second. A length away third, the Minx has been fighting the rider. Over on the inside, Duke of Love. They got out by a length and three quarters, Sir for sure. Behind them, Bill Needle, Luck Makaza, Guard of Honor second last and Hall of Dreams at the back. Up the back stretch in the plate trail and coming forward, Dance in Denial to put some pressure on, but it's Eswan Flores, the leader on Causa Mayhem, and breaks away again and quickens the tempo as they go inside the five-eighths. Out in front, Causa Mayhem by a length, Dance in Denial. The Minster settling better now. Two lengths away third, a neck to Duke of Love. There, three in front, then Surfer Shaw, Bill Needle, Hall of Dreams getting to work, getting now. To work now. Luck McCuzzer, second last, last, Guard of Honor. Guard of Honor. Racing into the Racing turn into and Causa Mayhem doing just that by a length. Dance in Denial, second, Duke of Love, third, the Minster, the out. Side and starting to run home Hall of Dreams, but now Dance in Denial pounces on Causa Mayhem and has gone early to take the lead. The lead. And the Minster revs the, the motor and trying to fight back. Causa Mayhem is still coming back at Dance in Denial. Three wide, the Minster. Here comes Sir for sure. And Hall of Dreams, Duke of Love behind the top trio. Battling back, Causa Mayhem. Dance in Denial, the Minster at their girth. And here comes Hall of Dreams and Sir for sure. Sir for sure burrowing through in the center. And Sir for sure has plunged to the lead in the plate trial. Chased home by Hall of Dreams, the Mark Cassie pair. And Surfer Shaw is going on to win with authority. Surfer Shaw wins the plate trial by almost two lengths to Hall of Dreams. Cause of Mayhem and Duke of Love. Behind them, Luck McCuzzer, Dance in Denial, the Minster Guard of Honor and last, Bill Needle. Hi, Jen. We missed a lot of your talk in there. It was oh, still I pressed muted. the wrong button. Why does it say... Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. I was pressing... Okay, wait. So this is me. We can hear you now. That's all. Okay, okay. I was doing it the wrong way. Okay. So the anyway, horse that you were looking what, at. What we were, what what I was saying is that the Minxer, who was in the blue silks in third, was very ranked throughout the whole race, um, and he ended up emerging from the uh, plate trial with the thumps and the heat exhaustion and just all out of sorts, really. Um, you know, the, the plate trial was a, it was an interesting race. It didn't go as fast as the Oaks. The Oaks went much faster, but so different, the two races, because the, I think the plate trial, there was five horses in the race that have gone on, they're going on to the plate now, and the Oaks, Moira, defeated, you know, a fairly weak field. I think, uh, I think Leroy would agree with me that it wasn't a very strong field for the Oaks. But she did win by 10, 11 lengths. So let's look at her win. And what I want to focus in on, and if I can figure this thing out properly, um, is when Rafael Hernandez gives her the cue. And um, we'll, we'll watch her accelerate because she runs one second faster than that plate trail. So uh, let's go for it. Wow. Okay. And away they race in the Woodbine Oaks and Salabia won the start in the center. 
away nicely near the inside. Super flashy going to the front is Loaded Vixen. And over on the inside, swoop to finish. On the other is Busy Molin and Splitting Horses. McCool's Right here is the Rafael Hernandez on Moira. Back on the inside with Sister Seagull. White Silk. Pioneer's Edge racing a bit rag as they turn and tucking away last early after. Near the back. was curling candy. Racing in the lead is Loaded Vixen. Pressed by Salabia. A length and a half to McCool's Girl takes a nice drop in third. Off the rail, swoop to finish. And Super Flashy comes up on the inside. Now, the pace in this race is a little bit faster than the play trial. Busy Malin, curling candy scrapes paint on the inside. But what I like to see is that Moira. And last is Sister Seagull. Racing along out in front by a neck is loaded Vixen from Salabia. With the drop, McCool's Girl. Two lengths away third. Three and a half to swoop to finish. Super Flashy. Moira traveling up in the center. On the outside, Busy Malin and curling candy on the inside. And in the back, Sister Seagull. And last is Pioneer's Edge. There has been no shift to position. Loaded Vixen in front. In second, Salabia relax the tempo. A couple to McCool's girl urged to have a crack at them. And here comes Moira. And she is starting to really pick runners off and is going early. And Moira's run past McCool's girl as Salabia takes the lead. And in turn, Moira pouncing for the lead. And try to run home on the outside. Swoop to finish. And by this point, the race is all over. You know, the on the yellow in front of Moira has dashed out by four lengths. Salabir in second. And the rest are forlorn. They're so far back. And this is a procession in no uncertain terms. Moira has completely turned this into a one-act affair. And this year's Woodbine Oaks is absolutely at the mercy of only one horse, a fantastic winner. Moira, does she put her name into the Queen's Plate bid by that win? She won by 12 lengths. Sister Seagull second, Super Flashy third, then Salabia followed by Pioneer's Edge, swept to finish, Busy Malin, McCool's Girl, and at the back, Curling Candy, the distant last, led at Vixen, 149.78. That was, you know, that was one second faster than the plate trial. And, you know, you can look at the dynamics of both races. They're very different. Um, but I just, you know, I, I like Moira. She's by Ghost Zapper. He's had two other Queen's Plate winners. Kevin, you've had on today, and I enjoyed listening to him. This is a, a young man who has uh, gone through a lot of different scenarios with good horses. I just think that uh, he's an excellent horseman who's going to win the Queen's Plate soon, and I, I think it's going to be this year. I like wow. the plate trial. You know, I, yeah, I, I'd be interested to hear Leroy's um, thoughts on this, but I like the plate, plate trial because Surfisher rallied, you know, and he sort of wiped out the other Cassie horse. But, you know, those those horses sort of look to me like a little bit more of um, grinders who will get pieces. I guess Ron Dewar is the question. Uh, he's a little bit more speedy. I'm looking for a horse with speed and a horse that can do the quick move. And I think I think Moira is that horse. So Moira is the bet of the week. Moira is Good luck to everybody. <laughs> Good luck to everybody. I saw Leroy falling asleep, Sean falling asleep, and I'm a different type of nerd, so I had to wake him up. I, I thought something went wrong. I thought you pressed the wrong button. No, it's so interesting oh. you saying that because that filly came back and worked pretty good too, um, Jen. She came back yeah. and worked pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I was just about to ask that. How how was her work? How and how, you know how did she look? That can work pretty good. Kevin seems to be happy with her. Yeah, I mean, look at. I mean, you talked to. I talked to uh, several of. I talked to Danny Bella, Katarina, who trains Rondour, and you know, 
what are they going to say, right? The horse worked great and mm-hmm. that's what just what we wanted and all that. But, you know, from all accounts of other people who don't stand to win any money off of Moira winning, I mean, uh, the workout was very strong. I had a very nice conversation with Rafael Hernandez yesterday who, you know, he said that it was a difficult decision between riding Rondur or Moira. But when he said that this is a filly who is pretty silly and very excitable. She's not crazy, he says, but she lost, you know, she wrecked up the two shoes. So she had to run in the oaks without tying shoes. Yes, yes. And, um, you know, she still won like that. And he was convinced. You know, Ron Doerr has all kinds of speed and all kinds of um, talent that's going to go far. I don't know. I mean, Flavian Pratt is coming in to ride him, but Raphael chose Moira over Rondur. Mm. Right. So you sent us this video, this million-dollar well, so queen's play. Yeah, so you can see the field there and the odds. I mean, uh, mm. it's nice. Uh, lots of local riders there. Everybody getting mm. a chance, right? Mm-hmm. Um, look, at, if the big three don't show up, the Minkster, um Rondur and Moira, then it's a crapshoot. Hall of Dreams has shown lots of ability going long distances. Um, Duke of Love, uh, I showed you the play trial. He was in a jackpot there and had all kinds of trouble, still managed to come on. I think Duke of Love is maybe my mystery horse of the race. Is the weather going to play a part in this, man? Is it going to be raining? Is it going to be... once the rain falls, that track could change. You know that. Well, that's the thing, right? I mean, I said the six the last six winners of the Queen's Plate in concession in succession have been on the lead all the way or within one or two lengths. Right. And uh, that's not going to be Moira. So mm-hmm. that's going to be interesting. And if we get enough rain, then, yeah, the track will tighten up. It's going to be stinky hot, I think. It's going to be 30-some-odd um, degrees um, with the humidity. I'd like to. I'd like to see a fair track. Last Sunday at Woodbine was not a fair track. It was very much speed favoring. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, the Queen's Plate is won by a horse that can, you know, go the distance against Canadian breads and have the speed to get the jump on everybody else. But mm-hmm. I'm still partial to Moira. I, I like the trainer. I like the jockey. I like the way she's coming into it. I like her breeding. There's too many things that I like about her. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well, the the, the minster, what was his excuse in the play trail, Jan? He had, um, he got, well, he was very rank. And then he came out of the race with um, the thump, which is like the hiccups. And yeah. when horses get too excitable and he has heat prostration. So, um, but the next day he was, you know, he's fine. It's just a matter of settling him down. So look at Danny Bella. He's won Queen's Place. He knows what to do with a three-year-old. So I'm interested in him. I like, you know, I want to watch him pre-race, see how he handles the crowd and going out on the track. But I think the Minkster is, is a good horse, and I think he can handle the distance. It's just a matter of him settling down. Okay. What do you think? What do you think, Leroy? Uh, I'm going with Katharina's uh, horse. Okay. Yeah, that's the horse I'm going with. I I think he's 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 special. 
I, d- I definitely think he's special. I, you know, the only reason I'm I'm going, you know, for the I'm going for the experience of the Kevin Atard, and you. Uh, you know, just the guy has been pretty brilliant with the managing. No, take nothing away from him. I'm not taking nothing away from him with that. Yes. I mean, he's a great horseman. He's got the horses to do it with and everything. I'm just leaning the other way. Yeah, well, Rondour, and you know, I would. It'll be exciting because, you know, it's an Ajax Downs uh, angle there because Ramiro Castillo is the uh, exercise rider and the workout rider. And so he's very excited. I talked to him today. Uh, <laughs> I'm just looking at the comments from Brett. It's like all of a sudden he's like, hello. <laughs> I just realized he was talking to me. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I've been working all day in the sun. I'm just looking for that fresher horse. That's all. Yeah, no, I mean that that makes sense too. Look at, I think the big three are the big three. Yeah. Really, I mean, is, is the Duke of Love is Duke of Love going to beat the Minster and Rondur and Moira? All three of them? I don't, I don't know if he's going to beat all three. I think the big three are very tough in this year's race. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Jen, for your tips. We thank, want all of our winners from last week, taking Jen's pick last week, come out a winner. We like that. Finally. Uh, <laughs> My dog uh, left. He's like, oh, he's like left, the building. left the building, man. <laughs> left the building, man. You guys are well, doing well. I mean, great shows, and yeah. it was really good to have Kevin on. Is he? How does he feel about the the plate how does he feel about sunday's race i think he's ready and waiting for it i think he's, he's gonna, gonna do it you know like he said he's got he's had the horses in two years to do it with so you know what i mean but you know how this game goes right yeah you know how this yep. game is yeah. the but, from a little weight and stuff like that going into the race after the last race so you know what i mean i was pretty impressed the way when she went to fury and then he set her up to you know for the the oaks that yeah. was pretty impressive the way he done things i mean I mean, the way he trains, doing his job is, is excellent. It's nothing but the admire the way he, he's training these horses and going into their races. And when they come to the front side, they look the part. I'll tell you that. Yeah. yeah. You know? no, he's, he's, he's learning. He's learning as he goes. And, um, you know, he's a smart young man. So we'll yeah, see how it great. does. It's going to be a fun day anyways. And hopefully we won't get too much rain. It's going to be like it's going to be humid and little bit rainy but big card big card 13 races big card i know i just printed saturdays out then i gotta do sundays but i have yeah, to do a press release for ajax today so okay, you I'll got a lot of work on your hand so you your you, you, your plate is full so my it's... plate oh my queen's plate is full <laughs> I don't even know if Leroy got that joke. <laughs> Leroy, well, like, your plate is full, and he was like, "Oh yeah, that sounded quite good." It's the queen's plate. <laughs> well, thank you well, so much. Right. Uh, good luck. Next Wednesday, I'm not working Ajax because we don't have any racing that day, so. I can go well, on at five o'clock in the morning if you want. We got one of your favorite guys coming on, so. Who? Oh, do you want to know who? Well, stay tuned, Jen. <laughs> <laughs>
journeys, Hall of Fame and Southern Award winning trainer, Bob, 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 Bob Hiller, 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 Bob Hiller. That's awesome. Well, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Oh my gosh. Perfect. So we try to take it to the next level every week and coming to bring it to all of our listeners all and viewers. Fair. We invite everyone to log on, like, share, subscribe to our YouTube, Facebook channels. And Jen, will you post us your little pick of the week in our comment section? And Thank you so much, Jen. It has been a pleasure and... Good luck to everybody! <laughs> That's awesome, Brent, man. I like that. I like that. I'm a different type of nerd, Leroy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one, though. I like that. We like this nerd. We love yeah. it. <laughs> well, what do we have next? Man, we, you guys got me so busy this week. Check That's this good. out, man. And bringing to you now our racing correspondents, Tyler Gaskin and Chris Griffith. What's going on, boys? <laughs> oh, Lord. We got we under the mahogany tree. We got to we got to be bashing ourselves now. <laughs> I got yes. a question. Oh, Chris yeah. just woke up. Yes, right. Nice to see you. Listen, you know, you, you know, I, um, uh, I always come up with some good ideas, right? Since uh, this show so late, I think this mahogany tree need a hammock under it because I need to really lie down. <laughs> <laughs> it's so late at night. I need a, a hammock or something like that out of this mouth. It seems like this show gets later and later every week. <laughs> that's, that's a good way. <laughs> oh, sure. You need a hammock. I'm going to get that by next week, please. Yeah, I work, I work on that. I work on that, man. Tyler. See what's going on, Tim. But fresh, man, fresh to death. Yeah. Did you have a cold shower? Did you no, have a cold I, shower? I living, baby. I had a good nap. I had a little nap today. Had a good nap. <laughs> the kid, the, the kids left me alone for a good hour and a bit, so I oh, got, good, yeah, good. I get the drop sleep. Yeah, no, man. You know, so fresh and you, you know when you wake up and you don't know if you were sleeping, but then you remember you were dreaming, and then you like, yeah, 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 I get good sleep. <laughs> I get one today. But everybody, everyone's talking about the big three and in the in the Queen's play. But if Ironstone doesn't log in when he run against the Minster, that's mm -hmm. a closer race, you know. Everyone's leaving Ironstone out of the picture. Hi, right, so we got mm -hmm. handicapping tips from Tyler Gaskin this I week. Just an opinion. Ironstone is a, is a different type of horse. Too. <laughs> I like Rondor. Don't get me wrong. I think Rondor is a horse to beat. Oh dear. But, you do. But, Good input. But uh, Rondor's fancy. He's 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 an exceptional horse. I think I think so too. He's, he's he's the only horse you see. I mean, Moira, mind you, she she come running to the wire in the oak. She looked good. You watch the horses behind her. They were at as a uh, uh, who was the trainer that would tell you to go go let son go and then go the horses the horses behind Moira were going. Man, they were doing the running man. They were doing the running man. They was going 
second. The horse that finished second Rondor, just Rondor. came in the Bison City, right? Huh? The horse that finished second just yeah. came in the Bison City. Wow. And I, like, whole, I like Rondor, bro. And, and like the whole Rondor. Griff and, and well, all you guys can relate to this. Rafi had to choose between Rondor, who was a very nice horse, and Katarina, or Moira, who was a nice horse, and Kevin at Tars Barn. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I see where you're coming. I see where you're coming. <laughs> Sometimes you got to be okay running second. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes, wow. sometimes you, you, you got to play the cards right. right? Yeah, well, I mean, it's, so it's, so you're all, saying that you don't want to piss off the big barn. Well, yeah. piss off the second leading trainer. Uh, right? I mean, is he riding, is he riding a lot in that stable? We uh, well, it just the fact, yeah, that stable's got more opportunities than the other one. Not nothing yeah. against Katarina, I'm just mm -hmm. saying it's the numbers, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's the numbers again, yeah. And then you know, as an agent, Leroy, sometimes, especially with Patrick, Mark Cassie will tell you, you gotta ride this one, but I don't want to ride that one, you gotta <laughs> ride this one for the owner, yeah. okay? Because I've been there when I had Patrick, it was that way, yeah. And it, yes, yeah, you, gotta, it's get, you business, gotta give, right? gotta give and take. Yeah, yeah. We all couldn't be oh. as good as Chris Griffith and ride for Lane Gila 40 or Tuttle and Sweet. You couldn't be that good, man. You don't have to. Who are you, Captain Obvious? You don't have to be Captain Obvious. All right. Well, Chris is not getting in any hammock anymore. Cancel that order. Listen up, man. Listen, if you don't bring a hammock for me, at least bring one for Cherokee because I. I <laughs> I begged Turkey to come on the show and Chris, Turkey Chris, adamant Chris. that he would not he cannot stay up this late. Chris, when's seven o'clock Turkey's be in bed? When he tell me something. No, he told me what he what he exactly told me is if I catch him awake by seven o'clock, I'm lucky. But yeah. <laughs> Usually by six thirty he's asleep. Yeah, yeah. Hey, well, he doesn't have to he doesn't have to drive the wood bang anymore. He's, no. he's he's close to but, home and he still he goes me, I get up at three o'clock every night, every morning. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he told me go where now. Listen, you think he'd be vexed if I call him now and wake him up? I don't know. I don't know if any of y'all see Turkey lately, but Turkey down the right and wait. He get on so many horses every morning down here. Oh yeah, man. He get on tons of horses down here. Plus he have his own to deal with too, right? I think he he come in early and deal with his own. Yes. And then they go and get on other yeah. horses. But so what time the track opened down there? Uh, the track opened at six o'clock. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Got some horses over the pool and that kind of stuff. Yeah, so he, you know, you know, you know, Turks. He always he got, got some swimming and that kind of stuff. So you know, he always got. He got hype himself up too to get brave to go and do it. You know, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tell you, he tells like him in the mirror and tell him you can do this, Turkey. Today is another day. You can do this. <laughs> Man, listen. I surprised the folks still get he still get from he breaking babies still and he said why don't what he still break babies man Chris you're teaching you another Chris but well you say me I am breaking no babies you know, but that's why I'm not teaching him anything <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, I, I would get on them after somebody break them but I want this word to get on I want this word yeah but that's what asks you if you haven't taught it if you're not teaching him nothing I'm supposed to learn from he. He's one of the originals. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I asked him the other day. I said, why? 
why you still getting on breaking babies? I mean, I don't make no sense. Doesn't make no sense. I, I even see him breathing a couple and he looked pretty flat. I thought, I said, wait, that's that turquoise he on? Man, he's still getting down. You're, you're writing long, long like Johnny Bell, but he's still getting down. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was telling me last week. I said, Poach, you on a horse by the turf. I'm going to tell you, man, that guy still looks good, man. Yeah. He's yeah, still, oh, still always love to ride short. Man, he still don't ride long, Brett. He's this short. Everything. He's still short. Everything. Still short. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Wow. I see my word by turf last week. It was last Sunday. I was yeah. like, holy shit, man. This guy's still getting down low, man. He, he still wow. think he's a young boy, yeah, right in short. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> can't, Chris, this every horse, this short. Yeah. 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 And look comfortable doing it, though. Yeah. Yeah. What would his riding weight be now? He oh, went, he's at 160-something. Wow. He's got to be so yeah. he, he's, he's only getting down this much and then the belly is holding it all the right. <laughs> <laughs> Once you get that, the belly is keeping from. <laughs> if, if he said 167, I'd tame because you know he always tells me he's red. <laughs> he's short. He's still cheating he with his I'd tame. Yeah, because I mean, so, so, so you're trying to tell me his guts is big? But he's got big guts? And small. Well, you got a shirt with a hump in it, Sean. It didn't sound like he was trying trying to tell you. He was telling you. He's buying t-shirts to have the dad bought on the inside, I guess. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I still, I still, still writing so short with a big buddy. Well, yeah. The belly don't get anywhere. Man, the man look good, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look on a horse, yeah, man. I, I give you, I give you gears every day, though, because he's in company with Cassie, and she's messy up, right? The girl oh, that works girl. for Cass, Mark Cassie, uh -huh. his name Cassie, and she's uh -huh. shaky up, shaky up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <I> like that. <laughs> no, uh -uh. She, she's she's only what one what one twenty. If so much, yeah. If, that's, if so much, forty yeah. pounds. Yeah, yeah, he's giving away. Yeah, he's giving away enough weight, but it, he yeah, still it still bother him, you know. Pochi, <laughs> <laughs> man. Hey guys, have you all checked what our eleven-year-old guest says? You've got three Belgian jockeys in the Canadian Derby coming up this weekend. Oh dear, they got big races out there too, right? Century. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I don't Ooh. know. I don't think Richard Lunan yeah. is a Belgian, but. Representing yeah, Trinidad Barbados, so. or Jamaica? Look, I can't believe yeah. this little fellow over you, Brett. Sorry. Everyone caught his on the show last week. Yeah, he rode in Barbados, man. He rode in Barbados. Yeah, very much so. Yeah, but I don't think he's big. I thought he was yeah, training. But, but just the old Tyrone Harding. Honorary. Honorary. We get him honorary status. Yeah. <laughs> Can't just give it away like that. Mommy, <laughs> get some of them. Please get some of them. It's look good on the resume. That a right, 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 right. Yeah. But, but here's what our man Sean, our man Sean Hammer, he ain't visiting the show today. No, believe us. So we got bad talking now. But Sean Hammer said, remember y'all were talking about Safi came on the show, and then the next weekend he went five races. Yeah. yeah. And we were telling Kevin Attard, maybe this is it. 
Yeah, yeah. And our man Sean Hammer said, "Journeys is the Lucky Horseshoe logo." <laughs> <laughs> So cheers to you, Sean I, Hammer, for designing Hammer, that Hammer's logo. Car. I thought he'd be sleeping. That was said about an hour ago. Uh, oh, he might be sleeping all now. <laughs> he's sleeping all now. Yes, yes. But I must admit, though, Hammer, he rises with the with the fouls, all right? He, he, he sent me a message at 5 o'clock this morning. I was very impressed that I don't know if he's now coming in or I don't know what he was doing at 5 o'clock in the morning, but... But I agree with him. Sometimes you know, as a computer geek, that type mm. of nerd, Sean, mm. uh, we need to do work on the computer when everything quiet and everything yes. silent. The phone ain't ringing, people ain't emailing, and mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you get the technical work done. So Yeah, I see you up at some funny hours too. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, man. Chris, that man can't sleep, Chris. When the man for the barrister I'm talking about computer and wagering, look, look at Leroy. I was looking at my phone. I was looking at, I was looking at my phone. That's what I was looking at. Like, I, know, I know Jen was coming on, so I wanted to get my make sure I got my, my things right when she come on. That's what okay. I was I love what Marianne says, Sean, Leroy. Yeah. You need to pre record. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> We got to taste in and some cooking and preparing the turkey. I I even asked him if you want me to do it early. Sure, yeah, I've been thinking about three o'clock in the afternoon. I called him today around, I spoke to him today around three o'clock. I figured that that was a good time to, you know I mean? He would be sharp and fresh. We was having dinner at three o'clock, you know, or people would eat early. <laughs> he was laying down already. All right. He's already laying, laying down. Already. Yeah. Well, laying down know. already. I don't you know. I lay down already, so you know, by <laughs> six thirty, I'm sleeping. Wow. <laughs> laying down at three o'clock. Wow. Yeah, I told him though. I said, I said, listen, you gotta, you gotta make some time to come on the show though, because he's the last of the Mohicans who can tell us. The true story because Ricky is not really able to do it now. He was the next person, and, and you should can... have turkey, you should have turkey and bormel on at the same time. Oh, Lord, have mercy! <laughs> oh, Lord. Lord. And let, Lord. And let's see who's telling life. Good luck to everybody. <laughs> That's what will happen if we got two of them on at the same Whoa. time. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> and then guess, then guess the parents, Simon. Come on, cheese on, brother. That's real shit. They're starting right there. Only somebody like Yasuke would think of that. <laughs> I would think of that and keep it to myself. But drama. I just thought no about that. That would be a drama show. You could do a whole series on that. <laughs> so, Tyler, yes, we sir. got our friend Javon Corbin says... Iron Stone had some questionable rides in a few starts. Hopefully, Kazushi can give him the perfect trip. Well, what do you think easy. of that comment? That, that's that. I I agree. Like it's it's a trip. He's a trip horse that 
Kazushi has ridden him once now. Yeah. That's when he was second. Kazushi rode, though. Uh, what's that? When the last time he rode, he not coming back from... from he, ride, um, he rides again tomorrow. He yeah, rides he tomorrow. Back. He starts tomorrow. He's young, man. He's coming back from upper body injury. Upper body? <laughs> That's what they say in sports. So that's what we're gonna. That's what we're gonna go with. <laughs> upper body. <laughs> but uh, you know what? Though, when he did, body. when he did ride that horse, though, he rode him really good. He was able to settle him. But like I, said, I mean, he, he rode him once, and he knows he gets in a little bit now, so he might be more prepared for it. Right? That's all. But I mean, why why you wanna why you wanna harness harness his speed when he got that natural speed? I mean, not natural well, speed that means to I mean, settle. And they they probably won't. It's just the difference between him. And and the guy, the other guy that they shipped in the ride him, who uh, oh, well, he he uh he tends to be a little more aggressive at, at choking them. Yeah. The other guy, Kazushi might be able to get him relaxed, you know. Just a horse to watch, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully the well, J- does the right someone thing. else, Javon Corwin said, Lunan is Jamaican. Yes, but we give beer just for first door. <laughs> we give beer just for first. And Chris, you know, Ryan Thomas, he's sending you blessings all the way from China. That's a long way. Thank you, sir. He, he, he talked to you from the future, Griff. That's our man there, man. He went some nice races with me and Barbados, man, on Biscaya. Jesus, hi, Dad. <laughs> Your Uh-oh. mom and I are enjoying the show. Hi, Behave yourself now. Hi, Mommy and Daddy are watching. Yeah, John, John, that type of the show we need to have a new section because we need listen to what Marianne say. We need subtitles. That's not what we say. That is a fact because so many Canadians say. You guys look like you were having a lot of fun after the show, but I don't understand a thing y'all say. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> this, this is a pilot section, man. It's, it's a good thing. Smiling is infectious. Yeah, this yeah, show is yeah. going to teach people some vision so that when they come to Barbados, they can handle themselves in the place. The show is educational. And you learn, <laughs> you, learn language, you learn a new language. Free of charge. I'm going to slow it down a bit. We are teaching our language, people. Yeah. Right? Well, well, Chris and Tyler, what do you think if we had Safi Joseph sending a horse or two for the Gold Cup? And what if Kevin Attard found a horse or two to send for the Gold Cup? It would be like the old days, man. Out the park. Yeah. Out the park. Out the park. Out the park. Be like the good old days. Yeah. Yeah. That would generate some excitement. That would be some two young trainers about the same age. Yes. Yeah. I was surprised to see Kevin. Upcoming trainers, but they're trainers that are there. Didn't say no. He he said if something is is on the bucket list. And here's the thing. We all talking about Mika, but he wouldn't have started back riding yet. So maybe he'll get John and Slade Jones to ride it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hi. There you go. Yeah. I think Rosette, we are helping you promote the Barbados Gold Cup. Sandy Lane, come aboard. I would love to see the Gold Cup get back to where it was back in the yes. day. Yes. It was yes. a yes. the day. Nice. And, and not 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 just the race to it, all the yeah, I remember, you know, Gold Cup used to be like a whole week of festivities. It wasn't yes. just the race. Yes. It'd be nice yes. if they can get get back some of the surrounding events uh, that build, but, build up to the race you know but, 
but that was that was the cost for World Cup. Yeah, and, and they did 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 more community type things and got. It was a whole week of events coming up. Yes, Sunland tends to be a little different. So unfortunately, I don't want to think, but. Cosper, yeah, they were more just about the race, yeah. Yeah, I don't know because Cosper's rum, and you know what I mean. It's could be. By the time the race ready to run, Cockspur had everybody drunk and happy. <laughs> you remember when they won the Cockspur? We won. We won the last one. We won the last one. They won the last Cockspur, Chris. Oh, you remember yeah. how much rum we had? How much had in my room? You remember that? I remember the rum was in the cut in the in the um was in the gold cut. You tell Robert Stein who was drinking out of that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I hear you telling a lot of stories, but when you carry the cup and give it to Sunny, tell you put it next to the Melbourne cup. And all the time I hear you telling them stories, I wonder if you're gonna smell the rum that was in the cup the night before. Sean, you race it, oh Sean. I hope you're right. That cup get passed wrong. <laughs> I just give it to people. People just. I don't know. I, it was missing for a few hours. I watched it. I didn't know where it went. I'm a little nervous. The good, thing, the good thing Kobe wasn't around then because so many people drink out that cup. That round would have killed it. The round would have killed that virus, man. I drink a lot of rum over that cup, though. That, that's the truth. I mean, Archie and that man, so man. Listen, yeah. Archie and that man was drinking white rum with brown rum. That's <laughs> Not mixing, chasing. Chasing. They're alcoholics. Corn, white rum, and then brown rum. And I was like, I said, I couldn't, I couldn't get on the stand, man. <laughs> I had a ban here from after Sunday, after Monday morning when he was doing the same thing. I, I said, this is it. I take all, all the rum, I put it in my room and lock it, guys. I figured he was going to die. <laughs> all right there's something called alcohol poisoning man you can't do yeah, that absolutely. much and, and, and survive and i didn't want the corpse next to me <laughs> <laughs> so, so I, I i i locked down the rum so what what happened at the the Cockspur went from to uh, san lane to cover why what was the changes why was it made the change i don't know i don't know I, that's, a, that's a good question. I never yeah. even thought about it. I don't know. I, but Cosby's not around anymore, is it? No, no, huh? no, no Cosby's around. But I think Cosby might have walked away from the. He might. They might have walked away from the um Sponsor. from the sponsorship deal. Mm -hmm. But oh. they were on top, though. They had thousands of people. I mean, back in those days, man, it was amazing. Chris, remember that Cosby girls? Jeez, oh, that was oh, the best part. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Chris, remember that Cockspur girl? Oh, Lord. Yeah, oh, Lord. That what, what you, what you, what you calling my name and asking me if I remember what you asking me? <laughs> <laughs> what you asking me, Roy or Sean or Tyler, to remember? What you asking me only? Well, Tyler, Tyler starts with T, that's literally down in the alphabet. Sean is S, is really down in the alphabet. L is in the T in a little. Chris is right. Chris, I don't like that system when it comes to certain things. <laughs> oh, look but, at it right Leroy, here. Leroy, uh, yes. here, think about it this way. When, when the uh, Cotswold girls were there, remember Chris was saying they got a week of festivities? Uh -huh. This is Chris's week. Monday night, the girls practicing. Tuesday yeah, night, they're practicing. Wednesday night, they're practicing. Listen, <laughs> listen, 
it's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's a coincidence that when I was practicing with the same time I was training, I would dedicate her running around the ring. They would ask me their money away. They would say money away. That was in my motivation, right? Yeah. That's all it was. Start looking good when girls. The strikes start to pick up. Yeah, you know, they know her. They know her. Yeah, they know how to go. 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 They I think we could make him maybe the signature guest on August 31st. I was talking All to him. Right. He, me, he hit me in the home. I said, man, I don't know. I ain't do that. I ain't write that long. I tell him it's not a boat. It's not a boat. What you doing? What you ain't doing? Just the show called Journey. Like, we here. Everybody, journey has Everybody have a journey. How many yeah. jockeys you know end up in England teaching at a university? No, exactly. Yeah. When you look around, when he looks to his left and he looks to his right, he realizes that he's the only one. All right, yeah. <laughs> the guy's brilliant. Yeah, he was always the smart guy. Yeah. 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 So this is a shout out to you, Neil Brewster. You're gonna yeah. be listening in. There's what two hours and forty three minutes, ain't Chris? Tell but us to tune in to this time you show. What time, <laughs> what time is it? What time is it? Almost ten here. What time is it in England now? It's time, for, morning. it's time for Turkey to get up in England now. That <laughs> 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 turkey was in England. He be getting up right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that's funny. <laughs> We raise up turkey tonight, boy. You ain't gonna walk up. I hear it. You burn him when he's sleeping on my ears. I can tell you in the morning you're talking. Tell him to pull out a red hoodie. Oh, poor turkey. Yeah, but if your life better show up and take your licks, then. then well, Tyler, did you know my new name? I'm that R new type of nerd. A what was it, Sharp? New type a of nerd. New, a, a different type, type of nerd. nerd. A different type of nerd. A okay. different type of nerd. <laughs> I heard you say that a few times. Uh, you said that a few times today. Who gave you that that title? Yes. Shaw. Oh, yeah. My boss. Okay. You're a different type of nerd now. <laughs> well, <then> change <laughs> your name at the bottom of the screen. Huh? So, <laughs> so you want me to change his name? Brett, no, your name. Brett, a, a, a new type of nerd or a different type of nerd. <laughs> different, type. different type of nerd. We, we should that. abbreviate that. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you know what we're talking about? You know what we're talking about, guys? Uh, Quincy, but Quincy like your camera shy, I know. Yeah, I um, I, I tell him. I tell him watch the show tonight and He'll get the vibe and, and, and see. bring him a site underneath the Mahomet tree and he will feel comfortable. Yeah. That's what I tell him. I yeah, tell him that. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's two hours behind us too, right? Where he's at? Yeah. Right. He might be. Um, yeah, two or three. Uh, yeah. Two or three. Yeah. Two or three. I think maybe even so, three, I think. Yeah. So for all the shy guys, we can bring them in the Mahomet tree to make them feel kind of comfortable. Yeah, I, I can't I'm bring my gutter perk. I can't bring my gutter perk for week. all of them. And by next week, we all gonna have hammock so everybody can be nice and relaxed. <laughs> John can bring the drum. 
Sharon, make sure I rub my can juice. Yeah, Sharon, I can juice. Griff, you saw that two weeks ago. And tell you all, I know rub my can juice is drink real good here. Oh, yeah. My, uh, I'm not fat. Can juice and anything brown is go well. Yeah. Okay. Garvey, well, let's some of our guys. Jerry Howell. Jerry. Saying good night. A Rambino, oh, Rambino. Listen, we gonna bring Keith in the set. Oh, this years I know Keith Neil Anderson. We get this Anderson. I know. I know we're from Keith Anderson. But Keith gonna come in the the thing, man. I see Anderson Paul. I, I first I think is that body machine related to key. What 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 look oh oh, oh yes, you talking about you talking about Neil Brewster. He come to when I was a young uh looking the when I was riding horses around the bottom paddock that Jadu oh, okay. put me on. Neil came to my uncle's house oh, and brought okay. me uh brought me goggles and a picture of him on PU, which I still oh, have. Oh, okay. I still oh yeah. Have and uh yeah, oh, first first jockey to ever take time out to come and talk to me when I was young was Neil. Wow. Yeah, yeah, great. We all, I, I remember I offered him, you know, those little glass bottles of juice. Yeah. And he was yeah. like, I can't drink that. It's got sugar in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's my first introduction. Yeah, he, he took the time out to come over. It was wow. great. Yeah. I still have the PU picture. I would never get rid of it. Tyler, so coming on. Class, uh, I give the Bruce's last winner on a horse called Hot Issue. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What's that, Chris? What's, what was Chris saying just now? Oh, I said, uh, Tyler, coming on to the end of Neil's career, he was almost as skinny as you when you were right. Not quite, but almost. <laughs> almost. <laughs> you, know, you know how skinny he was. Chris, Chris messed me up one day. We were standing in the jobs room, and he said, uh, the val my, our valet, he said, Harold, you seen Tyler? And I, I was standing right next to him, and I turned, <laughs> I turned, and he said, oh, there you are. I couldn't see you. John. That's skinny. <laughs> I I keep telling Tyler you when you next to me you can't stand sideways. That will walk into you. You gotta go. When he turns sideways, you to disappear. <laughs> Listen, we got a guy down here. Well, Ray Ray from Canada. Ray Williams, but Ray's six foot two, and this might be like hundred twelve pounds and all sorts Chris, of things, boss. This yeah, man, he's shocking, boy. But he can't yeah. have bones. He gotta have six like foot two. Man. I frightened. I I glad I didn't go up in the room with him and the shirt off, boy. Cause I, I thought Odin walked it was bad back in the day. Like, yeah, this guy's got me a lot worse. He got me. Your middle name. Oh, Keith, Keith is your middle name. Or yeah, which one? Which one's your middle Tell name? Because yeah. I don't know. Keith, Keith is his middle name, name, or maybe Anderson is his middle name. But he just messaged us, and uh one minute ago, Keith or Anderson. Shout back to us. <laughs> Shout back at us and let us know. Is it Keith Anderson Pollard or Anderson Keith Pollard? I think it's Anderson Keith Pollard. I think it's Anderson Keith Pollard. Yeah. All right. You know, Anderson I think Keith guy Pollard. That a lot of great horses at Woodbine too. Yeah. You know, it's amazing how a lot of the guys that are at Woodbine now, I grew up around in Barbados around them. And I didn't know the real name until they yes, went to Canada. Yeah, I still think Chris. Maddie, Ma, like yeah. Maddie, Ronnie Barrow. I didn't know. I never knew he was Ronnie. <laughs> you never knew that. I had the same yeah. thing with me. Sherlock yeah. Man. Yes. Both Sherlock Man. You want to used to work for you, Sean. Yes. And the other yes. one, David. Yes. I didn't know the name. Steven, real name. Just the name. 
Yeah. Eh? Yes. I mean, yeah. I sometimes I only got to know these guys' real name is when I, I was training and, and they were working for me and I had to write a check. So I had to write a check. Not just like Basil. Basil, they call Basil in his Jeff. I know him as Basil yeah. for years. Yeah, yeah I know. He, he grew up in Bernal by me. I always know him yeah. as Basil. Basil, yeah. yeah. So one day the girl who assisted Jeff for reading, the girl said to me, Leroy, did you see Jeff? So who's Jeff? Yeah. <laughs> the Barbadian guy that does from Barbados for you? I, I don't know nobody's Jeff. Yeah. Basil. And I met him and said, Basil, I'm going to start calling you Jeff. So that's his name. But I know Miss Basil all my all my yeah, life. Yeah, I, know I know Miss Basil. Yeah, he grew up, grew yeah. up a few. I grew up a few houses from where he lived. I always know Miss Basil. Yeah, he just can't call him. He's Jeff. He's new. He puts Jeff on his checks. The news has, yeah. Well, yeah. well, our eleven-year-old kid is asking Sean why he switched from cane juice to crying crying water. <laughs> <laughs> when you get my age, you will learn why. You gotta look after the kidneys. A lot of other things, man. You gotta keep the pipes clear. Tyler, did y'all check into our show last week to see Azarian? I know I did. Talk good, boy. I everything. My kids are smart. Smart, very smart kid. Yeah, his parents were well, man. And he, just got, and he just said the uh, 11 plus exam too, right? And got some high marks. High yeah, marks. Quite, high congratulate marks. him on that. Congratulations on uh, Queen's yeah. College. Chris, yeah. Chris, imagine yeah. it's 11 plus. You you get A, a 96 in math, and a 95 in English. That, that would never happen to any of you. I even take Neil Boost to get that. Yeah, of course. No, I get a couple. I get a couple of them high marks one time, but I, I get cheating. So it ain't come. <laughs> there was a reason for the high marks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was suspicious. And, uh, one of our talking about talking about school. I can give yeah. you all a cool story about this oh. one. <laughs> You know, I right went to foundation with me, right? Right. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Chris was there before. I was there first for my first term. Don't try to sing it. Chris, tell me the story, Chris. First term at foundation, new school. And you know, Brett, when Brett was 11, Brett weighed about 20 pounds, right? <laughs> I, I'm 14 years old. I weigh 66 pounds. So I, I, 14 years. So at 11 now, we got to be less. See, he, make it, see, he looking for all kind of excuses now, right? Yeah, exactly. I walk in the building, and from a distance, I see this girl standing up in front of Brett. And my first thought was it. This older girl, like, she pointed a move on Brett, right? And I get close, I realize. I get, I get close, and I realize it. Brett's feet ain't touching the ground. The girl have Brett jacket. Brett trembling in his boots, you know. But then I was, I was older. I had to come and save him. He was a school bully. A girl, a girl had the jacket against the wall. off. The girl ain't touching. I had to come and save him. That's why. Did you find the reason why? Huh? Did you find out the reason why he was jacked? I think was money or something. I ain't know. All she had to turn your side on shaky. I had to see him, man. From that day, he owed me. <laughs> you saved Chris, his life, man. 
You like, said that was in the building, but remember the junior building where it was one A one, one A two, and the six classes right yeah. outside the, the end furthest away from the road. It was outside or inside? It was outside because the bell rang and I got my height, my arm, socks all up to my knees. I got my backpack on. And I waited to line up at the door. We actually left you up with your mom. You sure she doesn't beat you twice, Brett? <laughs> she, did, she didn't have the heart to beat a little me at that time. I did <laughs> tiny. beat you twice. Now, my dad's going to save me. Now, my dad's going to get ready to put some licks in him, man. I, I look at how Chris come. Come on, I'm pushing, girl. Left you alone or whatever. I, 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 I say, thanks, Chris. Chris turn and walk off like he a big man doing so. <laughs> <laughs> I know seven my life at school. <laughs> I thought Chris would try and get she phone number. Never mind walk. But listen, no, no, she was ugly. She was ugly. Uh-oh. She was ugly. Chris, <laughs> you Chris, can't be much taller than him. You was very small when you was young too. But compared to he, I was tall. I was tall. <laughs> Sean, imagine uh-huh. at. 14 years old when I get my exercise license, I weighed 66 pounds. Yeah. You can imagine why I was at 11. I was even counting. He's scared would even move. Wow. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure at some stage, though, there was a little worried about you, though. My oh, mother man. took me to I know. English. English, some English doctors, and they thought I had a growth problem yes. when I was six or seven years old. I, I, I figured that. Slade is so much taller. Yeah. Five eight. Yeah. He was he was real teeny man. I tell you, Slade in the jockey room now. Don't look tall. The jockey room got some tall fellas in it now. Boy. <laughs> yeah, boy. yeah. Yeah. Everyone comes tallest taller. now. But, but get the youngest Slade is taller than me, and I'm yeah. five minutes. Yeah, but he he ain't put on any man muscle yet. He's still yeah. That, He's still slim. That young boy. Yeah. Surfer. <laughs> Oh there, we're killing somebody. We're killing somebody. <laughs> 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 but just enjoy the laughs. I tell you what, <laughs> Slade, the other day when he was, that boy was riding, man, I tell you, that boy looked so neat in the he, saddle. He looked good for a tall fella. He looked real good. Yeah. Real yeah. Good. Yeah. So neat, man. It's unbelievable yeah. how good that kid looks on the saddle. He looked really good in the tooth, Anderson oh. Pollard, there you go. I was wrong. Keep Anderson Pollard. All right. Okay. We okay. All right. Nobody oh, wants anyway. to know. Do they still have the Benson Benson and Hedges guys? Um, does does the um, he talking about Barbados, sir? I don't think yeah, no. No, that didn't. Did the Benson and Hedges sponsor a race at one time in Barbados? Yeah, years ago. Years ago. Used to be years ago. Double the classic. Double one into your classics. Yeah, years, man. Great. They still got their cigarettes in Barbados? I don't even think. Huh? That's cigarettes, head, boy. That's cigarettes kill more people. Chris, look who got yeah. my back. Who? 
No, no, wrong one. Wrong one. The doctors told us to say about Tyler. <laughs> Something was wrong with him. Because <laughs> of family secrets, you know, boy. Go to sleep, man. Said the doctors told you something wrong with you, too. What are you going to do? Beat the lucky up. Yeah. You sure? You, the doctor told you something wrong with you, Tyler. Physically or mentally? We, we, you got to try to say. What kind of doctor are we talking about? Huh? That would have been crazy and true, man. <laughs> <laughs> and our friend Anthony Andrews, he said he wins it. He bets in the hedges back to back with Melanie, Samantha, and Silent Flair. Yeah, that's that was good. Ronnie Jones. Yeah. That was way back in the days, man. Melanie, Samantha, that back in the days, man. He might have won the last one. I'm sure that. Wow. Anthony? Yeah. Back in the days, man. The last two. Yeah, he really last too. Yeah. Yeah, he really last too. Yeah. He really last too. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I don't want to know why I'm coming back from this show unless I got a hammer. <laughs> Listen, you can prop up yeah, that coach just so you can lay down and do the interview. Yes, <laughs> I, I had a sausage trick. I had a sausage trick. I said, Turks, turkey. I said, Turks, go to sleep now, get uh, two or three hours, and then be a girl call and wake you up. Yeah, you know, you saw you. Uh, uh, I go get a three o'clock. So I, 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 drive, I drive back to the track the other day. The, well, it was Tuesday. When it was you talking to me, Brad, yesterday? Monday or Tuesday? Monday. I drive back to bed in the morning. I said, oh, you're the mama. So, Sean, we got, we got gas money for Chris. <laughs> you had to drive back yeah, to, only got, to get... Only gas money and a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you, you got I'm contract not. talks that I don't know about, Griff? <laughs> 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 Listen... You want you want my agent to call you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let me talk. You can laugh in the pajamas, Lord. <laughs> when I got, when I got, I put on pajamas. Good. <laughs> 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 we're not, we're not call me to wrap up episode five of season two. <laughs> don't call so me to late again. This might be a different time. Sure. That's it. Yeah, uh, but no, this, it would have called me again too late. This might be a different kind of show. You two men kick one off. Got <laughs> <laughs> you in your banana hammock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh, oh, Azaria oh, still away. Yeah, even if he's still away. I come in pajamas now. Everybody don't realize you just show some pajamas there, man. Good boy, I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna have a pajama show. 
I just glad that I had all these Spider-Man ones. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, it's been a pleasure underneath the oh, mango tree. Mango tree or the mahogany tree. Why surprised about no Chris? It's, it's Chris, um, in wearing a hat and you hear looking good. Oh, I don't yeah. sleep in a hat. I don't, I, I, don't I, I, I comb it, Charlotte. I comb it. looking very black, though. Is the camera angle? Is the angle of the camera? Yeah. Be some good, huh? You mean if you get a look close to see some peppers? No, nah, not yet. I ain't got no peppers yet. This this is a good show. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good but I'm looking for a comment that I saw earlier that I want oh, to dear. say. Not don't worry, it ain't about you. It ain't about I, you. Well, I, Somebody asked. Why Leroy always gone on a hat? Oh dear! On that night time. I show, show, show the boy head, Leroy. I tell you show what, show him that boy head there is, boss. Uh, I use salt and peppers, but it's all right, boss. I like a, I, I'm a hat man, guy. That's all. Leroy, I like Leroy could be a jockey. Leroy sweat like a jockey wish they could, boy. The other day I come into the barn and Leroy like he take a, a shower. <laughs> Leroy, you are? <laughs> I'm a sweater. Okay. <laughs> yes, you are. I don't have the hot weather well, man. This place is too hot, man. Leroy was. That's my whole Leroy, reason why I start. That's the reason why I start wearing on the armor, you know. Uh, I can't wear cotton. The breeze. So what happened? You 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 you, you Barbados get your system too long now? I was always that way, even home, man. I I like the cool weather, man. I don't like the hot then, weather. Then his, they take off the hot. Well, you took it off. You you showed them that. That's that's yeah. why. That's, that's why I like I got I start wearing on. I mean, the whole reason for wearing on the because of the material. Okay. I show, sure. off, I, I show off the pipes, Leroy, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, wear, I don't wear skin fit on the armor. It's very loose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, so Leroy, when you have much, can you go get a brand name? You go get on the armor, how much too? Yeah, yeah, Leroy. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leroy, oh, you order, make sure you pay order, make sure my order is hammer. I mean, it's, it's on the armor, eh? Thanks, Andy Brown. So, That's when wild. you guys get Journey's t shirts, they gotta be on the armor. Yeah. Yeah. My boy Marlon Price, man. <laughs> this sailor boy, that's Sharky. Yes. That's Sharky. Yeah. That's Sharky. Yes, yeah, that's Sharky. That's, that's another one. I I grew up with him. I never know he named Marla. I don't know. I know he was Sharky. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about whose sailor boy real name is? Oh, that's a good question. Sharky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put that yeah. out there to the Journeys community. You 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 win a guest appearance if you know Sailor Boy's real name. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he was done with the kids yesterday. With the kids, okay. Yeah, and he was uh, he was at Pico the uh, uh, Pico the other day. Yeah, he's traveling. He's doing a lot of traveling, man. As long as horses riding, how's he going? Yeah. He's going south, and then he's going. He's going east. Wow. He enjoy, enjoy the time with the kids, man. That's yeah, that's great. Enjoy the time. Yeah. With the kids. 
He on tour? He did cancel and he tried to jump in with Declan Carroll huh? in Saratoga. You, I would go, he right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Lord, you hear that? Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods. You might say you look like a professor without the hat, boss. You look intelligent. Speaking of Tiger Woods, Leroy, Leroy, you jockey went golfing with me once a long time ago. Uh -huh. My my chip a ball in a birdie. And my uh -huh. for I could be the black Tiger Woods. So we got our friends here. Devere? Is that his name? That's what some somebody uh that's uh Ronaldo uh Ronaldo and then sent me some tips here today. I forget to mention it for Friday. Is a vision, it's supposed to be a vision sweep on so, Friday. On Friday, they got a bunch of bitches running. They got Ted, they got his brother. They got where um, they running at what the point? Friday, Friday. Mm. Where they running from? Horse, he, he, or he running. So, I think it's Friday for sure. So, on a turf. Man, listen, there's four or five different races. The man coming to win all. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So look and see where, look and see, Leroy. Look and see now, because you've been coming. Good luck to everybody then. Look and see, because you, you, your fingers always on the trigger for those type of stuff. <laughs> well, guys. You see it? We can wrap up the live show. If you all want to stay online for a little bit longer to wrap up, we could do that. No, but I just want to do find that thing there. Let's do find that thing there quick. Hold on, hold on. Friday, 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 Friday. Friday. Yeah, the four program for Friday. Let's see what races they're talking about. Yeah. Hold on. All right. So hey, Brett, they have a, a, a time limit. Ted got one of the first Olympics. All right, Ted got one. All right. Friday, 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 Friday. Friday. Oh, you hear Eureka talking four hours last week. <laughs> <laughs> Who the next one? <laughs> <laughs> Randy Thompson got one. Yes, Randy got one also. In the second second race. All right. All right. Yes. Who else now? Uh, you gonna start singing that song from the Boondock Saints, there, girl? Oh, <laughs> Ronaldo, um, that's Nicholas' son got one in the in the third race. Yes. He definitely got put off of you too for that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who else? Who else here now? Let's see what else we got going on here. Ronaldo got one. In the fourth race, or oh, the, the starting one, two, three, four. I tell you, you mentioned it coming to sweep a bear, just sweep. <laughs> I right, see it. We, we got Teddy oh, first. We see it, my brother. Yeah. One, two, three, right. four. Okay. So, right. you heard it here. Good, good, luck to every, good luck to everybody. You know, put it out there. Look. Okay. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Good luck okay. to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's the dog All right. It's the dog Wrap up the show before that girl. Wrap up the show before that girl. We will come back. Be kind, be kind. All right, guys. We want everyone to like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channels. We want to thank the Barbados Turf Club, MP 
equine.com and the Barbados Tourism Marketing Inc. for giving us their sponsorship. We hope Chris Griffith can get his hammock. <laughs> and, <laughs> and as our guy says, what does he say, Sean? And we're out. Hello, everybody. No, no, look, reach on, reach on. We are out of here. <laughs> Good luck to everybody. <laughs> All right, guys. All right.